Talking Sauce, episode 101. 101 Dalmatians. 101 Podcasts. 101 Podcasts, big milestone, dude. We got a guest. We got a guest. Mr. Hockey and NC himself. Chris himself. Thank you. Chris Hockey and NC himself, dude. Welcome, welcome. I think last time we did this, we were uh, on Zoom. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we went ahead and... We all did some rapid testing like the NHL finally started to do so we yeah. could so we could meet up in person. We're we're spaced out a little different too. You just different camera angles different so that angle, way. See a different corner of the room. You know what I'm saying? Right? We're not that we're not that way we're not sitting up each other's butts um, cuz that would just be a uncomfortable and not very safe. Not that this is much safer, but you know, we're uh, we're out here. We're out here, dude. At, how, the, at the studio. How are we doing on a Saturday? Usually we record Sundays, Saturday. How are we doing, fellas? Chilling, you know, it's a rainy ass day. It is. Fucking Chris, Dylan's how you doing? Not here, doing good? I got a nice sleep. Yeah, <laughs> got some good sleep. After a lot of working. <laughs> working a lot this week? Yeah. Like 60 something hours? Yeah. Jesus, man. And shout out. Right? Love every minute of it. Oh, yeah. Never once complained. <laughs> uh, Don't have time to. <laughs> exactly, for sure. Respect there. Um, yeah, no, we're recording on a Saturday. Usually would be a Sunday. We discovered on the scrum that we would have a podcast on this upcoming tomorrow, Valentine's Day. Yep. And so we uh, moved some shit around to do this, and then Chris was able to come through. It all kind of worked out perfect, really. It worked out great, dude. You brought some beer? Studio, dog. I like it. You like it? It's compact. Like I said, it looks bigger on the camera. But they don't need to know that. (laughs) Well, the the facility is huge sometimes. But I'm like, I love like the stuff where you try to make the most out of your space. So this is kind of like, not like a dream scenario, but it's like. Definitely, like, I appreciate it a lot. Yeah, That's thank like, you. Because you made a lot of this space, and it's awesome. It, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's always a work in progress. A lot of stuff's moved from, like, this desk used to be on that window wall and things like that, and stuff has just been moved around. But either way, it's... Uh, and they're finishing out the rest of the space. Got the ice rink going out there. Yeah, the ice rink's going to go behind the camera here. You can't Basketball see that. Basketball court and that We're going to tear this the, wall down. This is. I mean, it's a big warehouse, you know what I'm saying? It's a we giant got, warehouse. We got a great deal. You're going to be able to bam it and put, like, <laughs> synthetic ice all over the place? Basically. I hope so. Dude. Actually, I'm going to get a refrigerator. Unit. Since I'm I'm on the top floor of this this warehouse, <laughs> I'm gonna put just like some massive AC refrigeration unit up top and realize. About insulation, dude. You probably only have to freeze it once, and it'll just be good for like just once. It'll be good for like. It's really gonna be like the days, like the, uh, the trailer park boys episode where they just put their ice drink in the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he runs a youth league out of that motherfucker. It's gonna be like that, dude. Here's the thing, though. You missed out on an opportunity on Wednesday. Say if you want to make it a roller rink, because uh, Jelly Beans closed down. They did. Jelly yes. Beans shut down. Like, because yeah. they can't be open, yeah, right? It can't yeah. be open. And but like this past Wednesday, they were selling like. If you want to go in there and buy like this, like those Pepsi stools and whatnot, you could go do that. Could you buy some of the carpeting? Yeah, uh, which really? carpeting? carpeting days, dude. Like, well, you know, I mean, the fucking the the, the arcade room carpeting, yeah, yeah, yeah. the cool carpeting, the glow in the dark carpeting. <laughs> I put that shit right in here. Oh yeah, So like my um my former PE coach, like when I went to elementary school, um, oddly enough, Bob Boucher. Um, oh wow. Yeah. Uh, he ran the Dream Camp stuff. I'm not sure if you ever heard of that growing up. Sounds familiar. Um, but, like, it was multiple things. Like, I was in a soccer Dream Camp, but it was also in a roller hockey Dream Camp type stuff. So that was the roller hockey league that ran in the 90s in there with the youth hockey stuff. That was back when it was just, like, uh, 
how it was initially set up in the in jelly beans, not like how they modified it later. Right. So like you have like the open ends over here, and yeah, it was like yeah. the carpeted concrete walls, which that's just super dangerous. Like we had a kid go into those walls and whatnot. I was like, the most roller hockey I ever played was over there at uh, what was it? Was it Dream Sports in Apex? Which he ran. Dream Did Sports, you run that? which is now uh, different Sports. name. Yeah, it's uh, uh, XL Sports because yeah. that's where I was, that was doing always the floor a hockey stuff. Decent setup. Yeah, yeah, yeah decent they, setup for sure. Um. Shouts out, dude. Yeah, I, I remember because I remember when you were doing jelly beans over there in my head, being like, "How?" You know, just yeah. first, I, even <laughs> back weird. then. It's so weird, like especially back then, because there's no there's no um, glass. There's, yeah, and it's like so the pucks are always going out there. Or, yeah, the balls they didn't use, you know, raw hockey, right, right, raw balls. And then every once in a while, you know, you'd have to do a face off because the ball went out to the side here because it's open ended on that. And you're side. not gonna give seven year olds delay game penalties. And no. it's, yeah, and it was open ended on both sides because even though you had the benches on the one side, it was still the same thing, like you know, the, the big giant entrance, like yeah. So it was like we managed. I don't know how, but we did. So shouts out uh, NC roller hockey. I remember I had a friend that played street hockey, uh, like in a league, and they had. Uh, I went and like watched him because I like spent the night at his house one night or something, and they had like these. It was like this tall barriers that would just like line yeah. up like in a parking lot somewhere. And I remember watching. Be precise. Just being like, man, you can't like you can't make a play off the boards for nothing. Like I, we're just sitting here. One errant North pass. North South hockey, baby. <laughs> one errant pass. This is my teeth right here. Like I'm just That's sitting here. Fucked up. Speaking of other RIP in Cary, because you know, Cary Town Center closed down this past Finally, season. huh? Yeah. God but, damn. Like, so another 90s thing, like, because you were talking about street hockey. So they had dude, to- all those fucking alt photographers are pissed right now, dude. Oh, dude, they're loving it because they can go into the empty fucking. Well, I'm mall. saying if it's closed, they can't, though. You see oh, what I'm saying? Yeah, That's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true, but it's going to turn to <laughs> Epic Headquarters. So, wow. Yes. That makes but sense. One place in the in the in the town center before I get back to the story is Dave and Buster's. Dave and Buster's. I was gonna say some, Dave and Buster's has Dave posted Blake. that I guess they somehow worked out a deal with Epic that they're gonna stay there even when Epic builds their headquarters. How sick is that for like Epic. Epic's probably look because that they can that's easy fucking like team building bullshit. Remember, yeah, Let me tell you something right now though. Shouts out Epic Games. They do a great job. Fucking uh, Carolina business. You know what I'm saying? All that. Tournament. Un- um, un- <laughs> well, yeah. Well, Unreal Tournament or the Unreal Engine and all that stuff. Great for video game industry. Absolutely fuck their ice hockey team, dude. Because they they do. Oh, yeah, they, yeah. They, ice oh, a, they ice they, a beer league team. Yeah. I don't know that. Fuck their beer good? league team. Eh. Well, and well, when, what level is it? So when I, when I played this rendition, I was playing on a lower C team. Okay. And I, I'm i not the best hockey player. Well, I play upper C. Yeah. I usually, it's BC or upper C, depending on what I'm playing. I, but I probably didn't need to be in lower C, yeah, right? you're a mm-hmm. ringer. But I was chilling. I went there to chill. Yeah. So you're not, you're my endurance is always shot, so, like, that's where I fit in most than anything. But skill-wise, I'm probably a little step above. But these fucking kids, these fucking kids were the most, like, every, like, other kid wore the number 97. Of course. These kids were, and they all worked there. You feel yeah. me? So they were just some nerdy, try-hard, goofy motherfuckers. <laughs> there's worse teams out there. There's, we're trying, I'm not going to name names. There's some, there's some fucking people we know in the fucking uh, Kane shit that play on some teams with some absolute fucking ringers who have no business playing in lower C. I have, really? I have a friend Dip who shits. plays in, like, I think, lower C. He was uh, at the Iflex, and your team is called D5. I had the Mighty Ducks jersey. Yeah, stuff. that's I cool. Like, I know, dude, you've played hockey for a while. Like, you do not need to be down there. For real. Like, I'm sorry. It's no, not, dude, it's there'd be, there be kids on some of those teams that were, like, D3 college players just, like, chilling with a buddy coming in for a sub and refs are like not checking these numbers and checking like who's fucking insured and yeah. who's it's like like just different jerseys like, just, and she's like bro like yeah. get, get this motherfucker <laughs> off the yeah. ice dude well, like, he's there's so a, much there's better. a reason these leagues have like the rules they set in place now because like it's just not fair like 
Like when I think it's like Upper C and I think Upper C we said the Icebox didn't have the gold limit. I know BC doesn't. Yeah. But like you'd have like intermediate and, and lower C have a gold limit. Not the one like, I played in. <laughs> well, which what rank did you play at? Uh fucking RCI. Okay, that might be why. Yeah. But like at the Icebox, it was a three gold limit. So gotcha. like if you scored three goals, you can't you no, weren't allowed to score another. Oh wait, wait, no, wait. It didn't count. That was no, I'm sorry. Per individual, yeah, that was yeah, a thing. Individual, that's a that's thing. What I mean. yeah, 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 yeah. That's a thing. You had those you guys, so it's just they just bring in a guy just to score goals for him. It's not fair. It's no. like, like there's like one of the things is um I always thought about this. A team that wins all the time all the time and a team that loses all the time, they have the same amount of development. Sure. Like you know, a team that wins all the time doesn't learn how to lose or doesn't learn how to improve. And a team that loses all the time, again, doesn't know how to so, improve. So, so the team I played on, game. it was a, a couple of buddies of mine, one of which I worked with. And the guy I worked with was an older guy. And he met a couple of guys, and one of them was just, like, on, like, five or six different teams just, to like, to keep himself busy, enjoy playing fucking pickup hockey type money. shit. Yeah. Blah, no Too shit. Um, but it was the, the Bat Blues was the team. Yeah. And this team was mostly... 55 and older dudes. Yeah. So, like, I'm by far the youngest cat out there, too. And it was, I mean, and a lot of these guys were like, they were just trying to get the puck on their stick, you know, shoot a little bit. So it was a really like a lot of individual play and shit, but also like bad individual yeah. play. Man. So just head down play. Shocked. <laughs> shocked. I mean, people bitching at each other about puck hogging, but like, but these guys have all played together for like decades. It's, it was everyone's wild. Everyone's puck hogging, everyone's mad at each other. It was some straight hogging. up like fucking letter Kenny, like, <laughs> like storyline made up goofy shit. But, Josh uh, joins a beer league team. By the way, I was, the other beer I was thinking about getting you guys was Labatt Blue because really? we saw that. My other job. Yeah, so Chris went ahead and brought us some Brewprint over here. This is Apex or Carry? Where's this from? Apex. Apex, and it's a Zambruin American Lager. This thing's actually delicious. It's really good. It's got you know what I'm saying? Sponsor us. Yeah, sponsors. Hit us up. But, Pay um, us. Going back, we'll drink all your beer. Going back <laughs> around. Um, so at the Carry Town Center back in the 90s, the NHL did that. NHL, it's called an NHL Breakout Tour or whatever. Mm-hmm. They would just go to different places, I guess around near where their NHL teams were. And it'll be like just a straight up street hockey, roller hockey tournament out in the parking lot. That's so cool. like they had a bunch of like blown up, like made up rinks and you, you just go there and just saw a bunch of people that you might know, you might know or whatever, just playing games out there. It was really fun, which like I said, I think the NHL doesn't do a good job anymore. Hockey promote, stopped being fun a while ago. Yeah. And it, but, <laughs> we'll but, get into that though. But it festers and we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get into that. Well, and uh, kind of on the back of that, yeah. um, I play in that that floor hockey league just because it's so much cheaper, so much easier. I can just like show up with the stick. I and totally want to get a, a, a ball hockey team or floor hockey team going because it's so cheap. Like, it's, yeah. I think it's like 350 bucks just to have a team. Like, if you want to get your buddies together, where it's like, I think it's like 3,500. Or selling that for an ice hockey team. Probably. Which well, should, it makes, I mean, for the ice hockey, it makes sense. Also, the, um, you can only fit so many, too, right? Like, I feel like with the ball hockey, given the, the there's more ice time. Yeah. yeah. You're so like limited four, on the ice time. So, like, it's four, a premium. You don't have, like to, four, you don't have, have to have a goalie and four players, I think, for right. ball hockey. Whereas you need to feel well, like. The, well, the, where I play, it's, I mean, it's 5v5. Uh, like, deep yeah, benches yeah. and all? Yeah, it's, yeah, no, it's it's good. Like, it's a, a lot of fun. I, I mostly do it for the exercise because it's just running it's, all the whole time. It's so much tougher to be running. But I couldn't game. do that, personally. But, the, uh, but so, like, we, there's, like, this big tournament that you was happening every year up in Pittsburgh, and they have this huge facility that inside is, like, all these ice hockey rinks, and they have, yeah. like, this outdoor uh, warehouse area that's got, like, those plastic flaps, you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, like, two or three uh, roller hockey, floor hockey rinks, and it's all sponsored by uh, the Penguins. Mark, Sick. Mark andre Fleury himself has built a couple of these deck hockey rinks around. 
And it's just like for growing the game, it does so much just to put... Because, again, you can convince someone to fucking, here's a stick, I got some gloves for you, just come out and play, like, some floor hockey. You yeah. know how to run. Everyone knows how to run. So it's just such an easy way to grow the game. And Very again, cool. And, again, like, you're talking about, like, development and stuff. Mo- moving people into, like, oh, I really like this sport, understanding it more, people start watching the game. Yeah, especially, more. like, with the, the breakout tour was out in the open. Like, exactly. Like, you pass by that, and you see it, like, what is this like, going, going on? Or you're going shopping there. at that mall, yeah. and you're just like, okay, when we see this out, and the kid gets interested. Exactly. Nothing grew the game of hockey more than the end of the Sinbad movie, First Kid, where at the end of the movie, the son, friends and sons play him pick up hockey, and Sinbad's there with his cast because he caught a stray being Secret Service. Only real ones know. But the segue, speaking of video games, because you talked about Epic Games, just, mm-hmm. you know, we're always on just 100 with these transitions. Um, CDL weekends kicked off, dude. Call of Duty League 2021. I'm hyped. I'm big hype, and some fucking uh, results from yesterday's first games. There's gonna be game day. All starting for London, right? Three, Josh, big London fan. Big London fan over here. Big Paris Legion fan over here. Like I want to be watching some of this stuff. There's, it's like I mean, with the ever since the pandemic happened, and obviously it's a horrible fucking thing, but it's done great for esports. Just yeah. the the ability for for uh, viewership. You know yeah. what I mean? To maximize it. But and it's a sport that as much as I'm sure the pros probably hate it, can be done very easily remotely. Yep. Like the whole yeah, the whole thing is designed around playing remotely. You just, they just yeah. all have to live in Texas. That, yeah, that's exactly. the one caveat. But uh, or, or they're all Korean. Like, it's, like if you look at it. <laughs> well, that's where it's huge. It, was it the League of Legends League? Or whatever one it did when they added, like, they tried to make it more like an American sport or like a... Uh, pro sport where they were giving them like the city names and stuff like oh this is New York whatever well, and, like and you look at the roster like they're all South Korean. Well, it's well like- so that's that's literally I mean legitimately that's what they do they franchise teams to to cities just not for uh, uh, for branding purposes but like there's there's tax reasons there's fucking uh, li- there's like like legalities there you but it's legitimate so, that I, makes I it that, so legitimate. I don't, I don't like it like it's I I much rather be like I'd rather just know a team name. I feel that city. Like I'd rather like I, like you know, Team Liquid or Optic right. or um, some well Optic phase or whatever. But I'd Optic is just, uh, I know who they are. I don't care if they're like the Atlanta phase or the Stockholm phase because I know like Sweden is big for. But you also have to see it from the perspective of them trying to grow the the sport within a certain market. They could always just sit there and focus on national and international outreach. But just like just like the sports that we all know now, you know, it's it's demo to the region that it's hosted in, and that's just part of how they can bring people who have no attachment to the sport itself. So Optic is Chicago. They're right? Chicago, but they're in Dallas. Yeah, they all live in Dallas. Okay, so I just, it's just a is franchise that, is thing. It a, is it a permanent? Like they Dallas is where they? Well, they do because that's where the best internet is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. The, the, Why is it? Or at, you least, know what? at least for that group of people, they all live right. in Dallas. Because I know like Optic is more than just Call well, of Duty. Most oh, of yeah. uh most of uh FaZe lives in Dallas. Interesting. It's it's all the internet is stacked. And plus too, you gotta look at too that Dallas is pretty much it's south, but it's in the middle of the country. Oh, so, so the you're internet can exist there the way it's spread out like fiber and shit, the way it gets yeah. sent from, from there to California and from there to where we are, it's it literally is in Texas. That's where okay. the internet is. More that. or less. Yeah. I didn't know that either and until I wonder, recently. The, I wonder if there's um, some funding stuff. Like you're talking about franchising to a city. I don't. I mean, most city fran- like most professional sports teams, don't they get tax dollars? It's isn't all of that. Like there's some. There tax dollars there, I mean, get? you have to pay for the application and the existence, just like other. Te- but there's there's all kinds of shit. Yeah. I'm ignorant to it, but it's a thing. Yeah. It's a thing. Anyway, uh, but it kicks off last night. Optic fucking smacked Paris 3-0. Face smacks LAG 3-0. Dallas smacks Seattle 3-0, and these are like the three big teams in the CDL mm-hmm. right now. 
and the big boys are playing big. Like, it's, it's sick, it's fun, the best players are on the best team. So, like, it's definitely, like, starting to have, like, this NBA sort of, like, the superstar star, yeah, league. Stars are, um, is there a salary cap? Is anything like that? In I, don't the CBO? So. I don't think so. What is the format for it? Is it just, like, well, I want to say deathmatch, but, like, I know that's not... They do... It, it changes. So, like, last year, it was a little different to now. It was... Last year, it was 5v5, and they played uh, Hardpoint, which is, like, King of the Hill, yeah. um, Domination, which is, like, Zone Protection, mm-hmm. and uh, S&D Search and Destroy, which is, like, you know, destroy the bomb type shit and defend the bomb, defuse the bomb, whatever. Now it's... In Black Ops Cold War, it's 4v4, so everyone had to drop a player, which really fucked up the rosters. Say, that would make it more unique if, like, you had to do 4v4, but each but match it, you had to, like, rotate a player. Traditionally, out. it was always 4v4. So last year was the first time it was 5v5, so it just opened opportunities for other players. It was a terrible game. Modern Warfare was so bad. Um, and now it's back to 4v4, which a lot of the pros, I think, prefer, because a lot of them considered, like, S&D, 5v5, like, almost just too chaotic. And, sure. and like, uh, respawn matches, which is, like, your hard point and, and dom, were too chaotic. Yeah, just um, turned into fucking public match, like, just trade yeah, kill shit. Like, exactly. Uh, you know, you get higher KDs and stuff from that, but, you know, yeah. again, it's, it's the strategy gets taken away from. Uh, and so now it's, they use, instead of, uh, I, I think it still does dom, but I feel like they bring in control in there too, which is a black ops game mode. And it's similar to domination, but instead of an A, B, and C point, there's A and B, B, and you also have lives. So you have like a live count that you can lose and run out of, and then when you run out of lives, you're fucked. You run out of respawns. Um, But then also you have those two controls areas that can get you points that way. Um, Super competitive, really fun to watch. Who are you pulling for, dog? I'm, I'm optic, optic all, all the way. way. Green ball, dog. Man came in and jumped right on the Patriots. Huh? I mean, it was uh, <laughs> straight up. I mean, the way I found I found my love for that was watching Warzone. I mean, Warzone was big mm-hmm. this whole past go around and found Skump that way. Skump played for Huntsman, which, you know, he used to be on Optic. And then we talked about that. The fucking yeah. Hector Rodriguez over there rebought his old fucking team back. Yeah. And now they're Optic again. It's a great storyline. It's so it's just so genuine. It's such yeah. a genuine new business model that is it's, so addicting. It's so fresh too. Like, so fresh. The whole the whole storyline is so like you can And it's so removed from like the other shit that we all like you know how everyone goes, I go to sports to get away from it. Yeah. This, this is actually that. Sports. <laughs> Facts, bro. Like I really do, because sports aren't the same. Anyway. Uh, so different conversation. On the on the back of that storyline, is Hundred Thieves any good? They are actually pretty good. Are they pretty good? They're they're back in the CDL for the first time. They weren't last year. I think they were in the previous season, um, but they ended up dropping their roster. They have other pro sports teams. Yeah. I think they do Valorant and stuff like that. Um, but they're back in the CDL now with with having went to four v four. A lot of good players became free agents, so they were able to pick up some really decent guys. They got absolutely destroyed in the preseason opener uh-huh. against Optic. You know what are you gonna do there? I think they won their first uh, their first set. I can't remember who they played off top, but you know they're not bad. Yeah. I mean, you got Nade Shot over there as the owner. Yeah. He's not going to let his team be bad. Yeah, and I just the reason like I'm kind of into both of those guys is I feel like they're Optic and LA Thieves are the only two teams that put out content consistently. Optic definitely does. They got obviously they, Phase does, but Phase is so in my opinion, it's very very. It's a different kind of content. But they also have, like, hundreds of creators. Yeah. Like, so many people they've signed, and it just becomes, like, they got to do all, like, the sniping montage. It's just, like, this real cookie-cutter generic type shit. And a lot of these, I mean, like, the videos that Optic and 100 Thieves put out can be in those same veins. Yeah. But it just seems less, The ones that I get from them, it's, like, it 
it feels it's just it feels like a, the tighter knit group. You're getting like mm-hmm. the optic team with the where like you're saying with Phase. It's, it's more like, business like. I would say Phase. It sounds like it's more corporate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they they have they're very just spread out across the world. They probably. are. I don't even know. They've they really guys are everywhere, and it's just like I'm Phase. This guy. Yeah. And then they, which is great. It is, but then it, I feel like they're they're content first, and then like competitive second almost. At this point, is what I the, how I feel. About that's it. that's I know how it, like their bread and butter is one and one or two games. I think it's like Counter Strike's their bread and butter. So the really? the yeah. the CDL phase team though is no fucking joke. Are they uh, sick? Arsides, who played for the Huntsman last year, uh, with, I heard his name. With them going to four v four, he's on phase now. So you, you say that Arsides? Yeah, Alec, okay. Alec Arsides, he's fucking disgusting, and him on phase. I've is, just is I've sick. always seen the name, like I don't know how to pronounce that. They got these two <laughs> other players, uh, Simp and. Uh, uh, they call them the Tiny Terrors. Simp and Priesta, I think. Pri- I've heard, is it, it Priesta? Because Priesta might not be... They, they dropped another guy, so Arsene's could play. I think Priesta's on a different team. Yeah, honest. I think Priesta's on the Mutineers now. Or, uh, yeah, I think he's on the Mutineers, and they have... Abizi. It's Abizi. Yeah, Abizi and Simp, they're like the Tiny Terrors. Mm-hmm. These kids are disgusting. Simp is absolutely one of the most underrated players in the game. He doesn't have. He doesn't do like a lot of content. He's kind of a soft-spoken cat. Yeah. But he's disgusting at Call of Duty. And then they have Selium, who's like just a next coming up or he's he's like one of the youngest guys in the league i think and so he's absolutely gross like all all of them in the rc's is like a straight up strategician leader in-game leader type player yeah i mean they could they could easily win champs so phase is phase is top. Really good they're really top good. at call of duty right now well, good um and dallas they won last year and they're still just as strong yeah they even with dropping a player they dropped clayster who's like a fucking three-time champion he's like one of the oldest players still playing yeah he plays for new york now but uh that's a guy they had to let go. That's how good they fucking are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Sorry, we got to cut some, buddy. And all those teams we just mentioned are all 3-0, and or went 3-0 and to be 1-0 and uh, in this kickoff weekend. I think they'll still play, like, it's, it's and they do it, like, hosted. If this was on land, this uh, first weekend would be in Atlanta. So that's okay. that's where they get away with the yeah. with the with the home. So each, each, like, oh, this is their home territory. Exactly. So so they, how many teams host? are in it? You got uh, LAG. The there's two Los Angeles teams. The Los Angeles Gorillas, hundred uh, LA Thieves. Um, you got Chicago Optic, Atlanta Phase, the uh, Minnesota uh, Minnesota Rockers, the Florida Mutineers, Seattle Surge. There's the two European teams, right? You got Paris, Paris Legion and, and the run, the Royal Lon- Ravens. The London, yeah. And London I'm something. forgetting th- that's the Royal Ravens. Yeah. Am I missing one? Or is there nine? And the New York Subliners. Yeah. Those ten. ten. Yeah, so you got ten. Do you you may not even know the answer to this? Do you know how do the contra- do the contracts are they like no idea season by season? That'd be I don't interesting. think so. That'd that's a, that's a great question. Yeah, because you know how you're saying they had to cut a guy and stuff, and it's like, but do you have to? Are you playing for your job every single season? I, well, I mean, you are. I, I guess know you, you are, are yeah, but like you look at like that's a good point. You look at like you know sports teams. It's like man, we signed fucking Victor Rask for four years, and then Victor Rask shit the bed, and it's kind of like we're still unless we can move it. We're I, re- still on the I really don't know how that like works. They're, pro- they're probably not associated. It wouldn't not surprise me, and obviously don't call me. It wouldn't surprise me if they're not really based on like the league they play in. It's more like a deal that they do with the organization. Oh, I'm, so, I'm like, sure the, that's how so, it works. Like, the phase yes. players are all signed to like a contract that for phase. Yeah, and you can things. and they like, trade guys. In tournaments, yeah. streaming, uh, anything else, and then like yeah, so all the other ones. So I don't think it's like oh you're gonna be playing in the COD league for three. Like, you signed a three year contract. In COD I, league I think they have yeah. loopholes though, where based on performance and necessity, I yeah. think they can cut people. Yeah. So it's like it is. I think they do sign some like Scum, for example, has to be on some sort of long term deal of some He's kind with be. the Optic brand yeah. or the Chicago brand, whatever, because you know it went from Huntsman to Optic. 
under Hector, motherfuckers signed, right? Yeah. But I think if all of a sudden, God forbid, or whatever, they could just cut him at any time. So I think that's okay. that might be like the clauses they have. I mean, don't okay. get me wrong. The CDL stacked against the players in terms of the things they make them agree to and shit like that. Yeah, um, which you saw with Skump last year. And then recently he did another uh, Raid Shadow Legends sponsored stream thing that it, no one's really sure like if this is him. Yeah, the league will find them if they fucking work with or, other other games and other stuff, which is just like is the shitty way for the league to put their foot in yeah. and stuff that they... I mean, this is a sport where that literally is made by the players. Like, yeah. that, that's the case for most sports, 100%. You do need owners and a league to help bring yeah. these players into it. But this league and this sport does not exist without these yeah, talents. Especially it being so new. Like, exactly. the NFL is so old. There's people that, you know, you see so many players come and go that you kind of have to love your team to stay in on it. Whereas, like, the esports is so new. People love, you know... They love Skump. They're like, wherever the fuck Skump goes, like, I'm going to follow him. Exactly. Type shit. No it's one it's cares. really crazy just to see how much esports has evolved since the early days. Like, I remember, so MTV had a show called Tree Life, and then mm-hmm. one of them was like, I'm a gamer. Damn. And so, like, one of them had, um, uh, had Fatality, who's like the, basically the first esports star. Mm. And it was back when a real tournament was out. A real tournament. Was mm-hmm. What a classic so game. Showed that, and the other ones were like, you know, Billy Mitchell and all these other people. But like, you know, but it's like crazy to see like these dudes just basically in the hotel lobby of this place, and he's like he won ten thousand dollars, and that's like that was a big prize back yeah. then. Like he was like the first guy that could basically make a living mm-hmm. doing that, and now so you have crazy. like these huge. Events. I think like, the last we have Nick Merckx now with like three houses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's taken off so much where these guys are literally like. I mean, you call them esports athletes, even though they're not like you know lifting weights, they're not sports, they're traditional not in athletes. a traditional sense. Yeah. But they're, they're starting to make that traditional off money of competition. So. Yeah. And uh, and also to that, um, I kind of forgot what the fuck I was going to say exactly. It doesn't matter. We'll move on. Um, big shouts out to CDL. Yeah. There's more games today starting Definitely. 3 p.m. Eastern. Or sorry, th- it, that's the cool thing too. It's all Pacific based time because yeah, yeah, everything's just in yeah, like everyone lives in, in the West Coast. It's yeah. in Texas. So everything just starts that time. Um, I think it's 3 p.m. here. Like noon there, some yeah, shit like that. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, probably what it is. Um, but and then it, speaking of athletes, though, yeah. we've got some UFC fights going on tonight. Usually, we're reacting to these results. Yep. So when y'all hear this, uh, Sorry, you will have seen it. But Kamar, the big fight, Kamara Usman is fighting uh, Gilbert Burns, which was supposed to happen earlier uh, or end of last year. COVID stuff happened, but now it's happening. These guys are ex teammates, ex like same camp guys. Oh, shit. And then Kamara Usman, when the fight was happening, he went to uh, Justin Gaethje's camp, and he trains there now. But, I mean, Kamar Usman did, like, a huge wrestler, dominant wrestler. That's kind of what his whole thing is. But Gilbert Burns is a dominant uh, jiu-jitsu player. So, hopefully, this fight's going to end up turning into, like, a stand-up, just, like, going to war, which they're both more than capable of. As you saw when Usman fought uh, Colby Covington and shattered his jaw and stuff. So, should be a really good fight. Like, I'm really looking forward to it. It's for the belt. Huge Gilbert Burns fan. This guy walk. This guy looks like he walks around like two hundred thirty pounds and used to fight at like one forty five. I don't know how. Fuck. I don't know how he pulled that he shit off, dude. dude. Fucking just not drinking I'm water. I'm Kanye for the two Giant. Yeah. I'm big. <laughs> but that very exciting, and the whole card's gonna be really good. But uh, yeah, that I'm really looking forward to watching that fight because it's been waiting like six. What's months that? Now. What's the rest of that joke? Roll to open the eye of Magnus. 
15 titties come out. <laughs> <laughs> Shouts out Key and Peele. It's, it's hilarious. Um, Shouts out UFC, dude. Shouts out MMA. Another sport that has really thrived through the, the pandemic. You got low count of athletes that have to participate at the same yep. time. You know what I'm saying? It's easy to manage in that sense. Yep. You don't really have to have a fucking fan because no. the, the optics of it don't really involve the fans almost at all. Yeah, if anything, they pan more to the fucking other fighters that are there to get their yeah. reactions on shit. It's crazy because they've had basically, you know, if you think about it, the pandemic, well, maybe not because of the pandemic, but they, uh, because of the circumstances of the pandemic, they've already had a proven ground for this. If you remember watching The Ultimate Fighter, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Ultimate Fighter was always done like at the training center, Reality super remote, with only the, the fighters and the trainers there in its own bubble, in its own bubble, and so like they took their phones they, away they've and prepped, shit. <laughs> they've prepped for this, like yeah. so to think that they they're. They don't know what they're doing. That's the thing. The only thing that added in was testing. Yeah. That's a good point. And NHL, they fucking spent the money on rapid testing. So they know. We'll get into that. They know, like, immediately, fucking, if this guy has something, he's off the card. Like, go quarantine, yada, yada, yada. Fucking. And that's, and that's one of the things, too. Because this type of sport, you know, people are getting bloody and whatnot. Yeah. And you're like, literally rolling around sweating on like each professional, other. Like, like, professional wrestling was thinking about that, too. I remember people, uh, what was it? Uh, last year, some people were wondering whether or not like some pro wrestling like matches will involve and like, they had blood some or hardcore matches. They were worried about like purveying a bad image because you yeah. know blood's being shed and whatnot, and we're trying to all stay like you know without getting a virus yeah. or not like getting like sick and stuff like that. So, yeah. like, but you see like UFC like because they can yeah. do it, they can test before and test afterward. Yeah, Vince McMahon is like, I will move my whole operation to Florida. I swear to God, <laughs> they ever had the operation down there because that's where the train the performance center is. Yeah. Mm. But like no, all man. the wrestling now is down in Florida because like AEW is based in Jacksonville, anyways. So they, they can bring there, fans. Impact in, was based in Orlando, and then you have uh, the WWE Performance Center and NXT are based in Florida. So it's like everybody, you know, Florida wins somehow, despite the fact that it's such a. It just fucks up elections. Well, <laughs> and then Vince McMahon was like, oh, "Wait, you said I'm talking about 04. I'm not talking about these. I'm not talking about these recent ones. Whichever ones, dude. You know, you get what I'm saying. Don't, don't get the don't get this chronologically <laughs> fucked up. All right." But uh, like, Vince McMahon was like, you said no income taxes? I move Everything's going down. <laughs> so I'll move every yeah. little bit of everything. It's like thing, why it's all like, businesses exist in Delaware. Yeah, yeah for real. And that's the thing. That's why like, like UFC and, or even like with professional wrestling or whatever. It's just, it's, you know, it's some sort of normalcy. We might not yeah. be able to be there, but you get to watch it at home. And that's what you get with the CDL too, just to kind of bring it full circle. It just totally allows you to escape from the world that we're mm-hmm. in. That's what we need from and time to time. it's an easily contained sport, like we were saying. Yep. It's so easy to be careful in that. So we stop recording, just end it, and then we uh, get on the internet as we do, as, you know, mindless individuals that we are. But you need to, to get all the information. Yep. And that's the that's the crux of all this stuff, right, is you need the yep. internet and the social media to find shit out faster than other people, or so you don't miss shit. And right as we get stopped done recording there, we find out the Hurricanes trade one Ryan Dezingle. To the Ottawa Senators, back where he was thriving as a first-line stud, if you will, before yep. he went to Columbus and then us. For Cedric Paquette and Alex Galchenyuk. Both Chucky. 27. I love. I, I like this. I didn't hate the Zingle. I love Chucky. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. This should be cool. Yeah, that's the same thing I'm going to say. Like, I, like Zingle, I, as soon as you told me, because, you know, I was like, oh, my God, are you serious? This this sucks. But then, yeah. Yeah, no, Chuck, I mean, Chuck I'm, I'm looking forward to. I remember, I mean, like you said, I remember assigning to Zingle, getting him out of free agency, and just being so excited and about it. he did it. a good job. He did, yeah. And, like, I think he was kind of, like, a victim of circumstance where we had a pretty stacked roster. I think he's a very, very good hockey player. I don't think 
he's a generate his own chances kind of player. I think like when uh, uh, last season when he was on a line, he was on one of the best lines we had for a while with Howla, Natchez, and him. Mm. And I think like having guys that can really like generate the offense. And then he benefit from that. He's the kind of guy that can finish those plays. I was about to yeah. say, be by the net, bat yeah, it in, but, but defending his plays. position. And that takes a lot of skill to be able to do, as I'm sure Hurricanes fans know, with the number of times you fucking you, we have a guy with a wide open net and he just doesn't know how to get the puck off the ice to like get it over a goalie pad type shit. So being able to finish is huge, but I'm a real big fan of this trade. Yeah, I'm both and, forwards, right? I'm not. Yeah. yeah. And one thing to point Pockets out, Pockets a Stanley Cup champion with Tampa. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. And one thing to point out with um, this trade and. Like just browsing the interwebs, you know, is that it's going to create cap space. Mm-hmm. And so, Hurricane, so according to this, and I'll show you just in case, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Hurricanes now have $2 million in cap space. I just, I mean, just off the top of my head, I can't imagine how that actually worked out, that Chucky was that cheap yeah. with Paquette and Dezingle was that here's much some, more expensive. Here's something else to point out. Somebody's buyout is ending, so we'll have an extra Seven? $2.3 million. To Se- use Simmons done Simmons year, right? buyout, or ends. was it uh, uh, Marlow? Right, it's Simmons. Is it okay? Because don't we still have a part of Marlow's contract on our? Cap I don't know space? unless they dumped that all off on um whoever he went to next. Because he played though. Well, he did put no, but uh, we released we, we, him. Re- we, we released him, but we nope. We traded. Remember, because that's how we got him from Toronto. They sent us the first in his contract, the and then he was basically like, "Look, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like." Sign and play in Carolina, right? Like, and we were just like, "That's fine. We're gonna let yeah, you go." No, yeah, and so, yeah, yeah. and so, we, that's how we basically just bought. We bought. First yeah, we round bought pick. his first round pick. Yeah. Right, 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 right. But anyway, yeah, continue. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I was just saying, like, so the Hurricanes are gonna with the bio ending at some point are gonna have four point three million to play with. Yep. And we also have to consider, and this is all just future stuff, like you know, trade deadlines not till April something. Trade yeah. deadlines not till April, but we also got to remember expansion draft. Yep. Next year. So we're Facts. giving up somebody, and that's going to be... Maybe it'll be... That'll be more money batter. that the Hurricanes can pick up. Yeah. Um, it's going to be interesting. When do you guys think they actually get to play for us, though? Because remember, that's Canada to U.S. Well, They're going to play for us Wine well before the single ever plays well, Wine for Facts. Wine went from Winnipeg to Columbus, and he started like within that week. So. Yeah. Here's North Carolina, baby. Just yeah, do one of those little remote wireless temperature check. <laughs> oh, you're good, buddy. You get around that As eye, long as boy. he gets off the plane with the mask on, I think we'll just let well, him Oh, you play ice. with that stall, boy. That boy stall good, boy. Well, that, boy, uh, that boy stall well, good. Boy, oh, but Martin, who's well, stall, boy, boy, Chucky, boy. I don't tell you what. I love uh, it. I mean, sick, though. I mean, it's sick. sick. Making moves. We hop back on to drop that. We don't miss nothing. We don't miss anything. Because we're, we're elitist Canes get fans. Get this podcast <laughs> on Monday. <laughs> Hurricanes. When do they play again? Today. They they play today. Today. Who are they playing tonight? It's Dallas. Uh, it's Dallas again. Oh, it's Dallas again. Mm-hmm. Was this the second or third match? This will be this'll the be second. The fourth. Well, this is the second, 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 second in a row. In this yeah. like, little series? series. Okay. Because yep. I couldn't remember if we had already played them there and then at home. Or I guess we had already played them at home. Yeah. And now we're going to Dallas. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. We're absolutely dicking those stars down there. I mean, we're talking about a team that was just in the Stanley Cup final. Yeah. Dude, I'm such a, just, you know, it, over, you know, in general, I'm such a huge fan of these little two-game series. Yeah. It, like, it gets so intense, and, like, you get the, the playoff player, atmosphere. Yeah, it's that playoff atmosphere. The players kind of, like, they just, like, you, you, they just start, like, not liking each other. It gets a little just more physical. It makes those, because the NHL always kind of had that same thing that the NBA kind of had, where you could watch some games and it felt like, 
I think this guy might be taking the night off a little bit. At a conference you, games? Yeah, you can kind of afford to a little. 82 games, you know what I'm saying? As long as the rest of the team plays well, some guys can but afford to But hey, that's also chestnut checkers type shit, too, yeah, though. That, to I mean, to some degree, that, you know what I'm saying? Sure. Auburn is up. I mean, this is an observation based on, like, the previous lockout where it was just half a season. Or even, like, it's... One is that I feel like the less games creates yeah. higher pressure yeah, or higher urgency. intensity games. And so, like, I like when it was... What was it? Forty-eight game season, and it just felt like every game. Oh, was that score like thirty something goals. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dude, okay. So that dude just to taper off. Like, remember he played in the KHL before yeah. returning back. Mm-hmm. That dude still got fifty goals, in, if you combine both league stats. Like, oh, yeah, I think he had like I think he had like twenty something goals and in to the your KHL, point, and he had thirty-two in the NHL. And to your point, guys who are playing for contract years. Things like that, they have a very limited amount of time to exactly. prove themselves, yeah. and they're like, going to have to prove I find, it. I find 82 games just way too many. I agree. To some some effect, I agree. Yeah, and then, so, like, you know, because Angel used to be, like, 70-game seasons, which would be perfect, honestly, in my mind. Um, and even back then in those 70-game se- seasons, you only had, like, uh, six teams. So you're having what's going on now. With how many games are they playing this year? Is it 56? 56. So you have well, shorter, for some teams. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, have a short, you have a shorter season, so you got high, you know, more higher intensity games. And you're facing each other way more because, like, the six team, like, the original six, you know, years. They're playing they're just each other. like, 14, 15 times <laughs> in a season. So <laughs> that establishes. They know about each other's wives. Very, they know. That's a lot of time to get very familiar with. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that they're not even facing any other teams except for the seven, the seven or six or seven, depending on which division you're in. That that creates some right yep. there. And, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. and I'll be honest, I kind of like this format. I like oh. these new divisions. I, I wish they would keep it. I yeah. want them to keep it because it's fun having Dallas as a as a division opponent the, or Nashville. I love having Nashville. Maybe yeah. maybe mix up the ca- the Canadian one a bit. Just the we're getting some interaction with that market. That's yeah. that's about it. That's, is, yeah. You know what I mean? Because otherwise, it's all Canada all the time. Yeah. Which is great for them. I mean, they're fucking loving it up there. Oh, yeah. But we just get none of that benefit. Yeah, I mean, That's we, all. I mean, you got a fucking Austin pandemic in different countries. Really from the fact that I don't know if those teams are great or not because McDavid is just running roughshod oh, up my there. God. And dry saddle. Yeah. yeah. However, I think I do think the Leafs and the uh, Habs are, are dominating the division. Are they? And they, they, just they, win they are dominating the division, but the Edmonton Oilers are, like, in terms of just player stats are just... Oh, yeah. Just like every year, it's like Connor McDavid and Dreisaitl have 15 points and they have two wins. To that whole point, McDavid is getting against the same decors. So he's getting... It's not like he's being introduced to new systems. You know what I mean? He only has to learn the same five systems. It's when the playoffs come around and now you're facing teams you haven't faced all year. I don't even know how they're doing the playoffs this year. Is it the same divisional and then it's matched up? I think they'll just go back to Edmonton and Toronto like they did. You know? I'm in terms of who they're going to stay in the same division for the first round. Yeah, they're going to stay in the conference all the way up until the conference championships then the like east and west teams but, but the thing, their... so how do you do east and west because literally that's thrown uh, out the window because that Canada's i don't all know. canada that's yeah. east and west and we're facing and we have teams in our division that are part of the western conference I, I, that's I another problem to, for another day yeah they, and they probably announced it I, we just haven't seen it but i would guess it's going to be like us and that uh eastern division and then the canadian division whatever or are they just calling it the the Pacific or the West. Well, you know, this year, because of the pandemic, they're literally just going, like, the European route and just having everything sponsored. I was about to say, you know, Jacob, it's the Wells Fargo this. It's the fucking Honda that. What is is it Who cares? Who cares? They say it every time. But anyways, against the Dallas Stars, who I, whatever, I'm I'm glad we don't at least do the sponsorship for the teams, even though they got a sponsor on their helmets, because I don't want to call, was it, is Carolina's PNC? Yeah, I don't want to call the PNC here on a hurricane. No, that's stupid. But, like, 
But yeah, the series against Dallas, like Carolina's completely owned them. And yeah. Well, dominant it, team right now. Yeah. And even though they're in the mid of the pack, but and see the thing though is like the way we've been playing, especially this last Dallas game, I thought we looked awful. Honestly, taking a bunch of dumb penalties. The second period was terrible, but what we're doing now that the Hurricanes have never done in the past Go ahead. is winning the games. Is finding a way to win those games, which is what good teams do. Is in a situation where you know we're taking a bunch of penalties. You know we've been down the whole time, just letting easy shit in, not playing good defense. You have guys like you know Aho finding the time, finding the goals. Jordan Stahl playing out of his mind, finding the goals. He is just a pass master. This oh, season. dude, he's oh killing my it. god, he's killing it, winning it's so all the faceoffs. Getting a li- and you know he was always the guy we said. Uh, you know he's going to create the space for his line mates, and I think having a guy like Svech on his line now has given Jordan Stahl a little bit of more of that space. And how dumb do we look talking about, you know, this is more for Pod's past, but saying that Jordan is a contract that might need to get moved here pretty soon. Yeah, we were, yeah, early we were saying But right now, he's playing for that oh, money. For sure. He's playing for, for that sure. money, and he's and earning it. Well, here's, here's the thing, and this is tied into a, a subject maybe you can tie it in right now. Yeah. But the former Kaniac, it's team chemistry. It's literally team chemistry. Like, I, I know that's why some people don't get it when, like, you know, some more toxic fans don't understand. It's like, why why didn't they play like this here and they're like this over here? Like Justin Paul ripping it up in St. Louis. It's like, because if you have if you gel with a person, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter if they suck too the year before. If you gel with a person, you can do everything. And I've always used this example all the time with Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky's line mate, Yari Curry. Just tee up, pass central. Those guys feed points, 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 points. St. Yeah. Louis, Brett Hall. Couldn't do anything. I was just about to say, go listen yeah. to 99 if you haven't. We talked about Gretzky's career. Probably didn't break it down as much as we could have. But one of the talking points in that was that the whole Hull, one of the greatest goal scorers of all time, combined with one of the greatest passers of all time, it just didn't, didn't work. work. It yeah. just didn't work. He went to L.A. It was not a bad run. It just didn't quite work. Yep. It just and doesn't work. Which is going to be something. Let me cut you off real quick just to finish saying. McDavid is the best player in the league. I'll concede that point. I will concede <laughs> that point. Dry sidle and that chemistry oh, oh, yeah, playing yeah. together, it absolutely is a difference maker. 100%. And what I, what I was going to say, though, is look back uh, I think when the season's over, it, I'm going to be interest, interested to see, look at the top teams and see about the amount of turnover they had in their roster coming into this season yeah. with how, with just, it was going to be short, there's going to be no training camp, it's going to be like we're going to start and it's going to be a fucking sprint to the finish Having a team like, you know, the Hurricanes. Washington like, Capitals. Washington Capitals were uh, just so little turnover that you don't have to work on the system. You don't have to teach the system to anybody. And your depth plays for itself. Exactly, yeah. yeah. You don't have to teach that system. You can just come in and be like, all right, what, what what do we have to focus on specifically, which is just really just staying healthy. Staying healthy, being able to ice the full roster. The rest of it, we know we're a good hockey team. We're, it'll sort that. And sort with that, it's out. allowing a guy like Jordo to have a, a, a legitimate Selkie-type season. For real. It I happens mean, in my NHL franchise, and, and, Sims. It's, it's going to happen in real life. <laughs> and it's two things, chemistry and also competition. Because yeah. someone else mentioned on Twitter, and I wish I saw, I remember who said it so I can give him credit, that like the Trocheck there, it seems to be giving He's having a great year. better incentive for Saul. Yep. Yeah. And, exactly. Yeah, and so like you have that and you know, like I said, the chemistry, and people might... Sometimes derived like uh, Brendan Moore for switching up the lines a lot, but like if we got the talent and we got the depth and they're all cl- like working together, then obviously he can put 
you know, people in different places, and, you know, not every time it's going to work, but you that's, can put them in different places and they're going to be able to perform. That's what allows you to have a first line Brock. That's what allows yeah. you to have a fucking second line Svetch and allows you to have a third line Jordan or whatever you need to yeah. do. Cause that shit, cause when everyone's on the same page, it really doesn't matter. And teams are going to match up against you accordingly to make, to make the matchups work. The depth, the the lines in the NHL now is the most fluid it's ever been. To that same point, because yeah. that's what the that's what the focus, analytics aside, that's what a lot of the focus is on is how these guys are playing together right now. Yeah, and when it works, it works. Yeah, just Big like facts. how like in fighting, you know, styles make fights, matchups make lines. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Big facts. If you can get you know a guy like if you can sneak a guy like Svetch against a slightly you know the second pairing D man. For a guy like him, it's going to make a huge difference with his amount of space he can generate and all that. Mm-hmm. So, and that's one thing. Like, if you look, like, say, if you look at the team stats or like you know the individual stats as a team, like certain teams, you know, they might like I, when I make those graphics and I put like, oh, like I don't know how many points does McDavid and Drysdale have? Like, it's a too many. It's a, a lot. Too much. But you look at like, more the, than the number of games. As many like, times as Brady kisses his son on the mouth. Too much. <laughs> <laughs> Just too many times. But like, but you look at like you know the top like point skaters in the. For Carolina, it's like eleven points, and it's nowhere near the top of the list. Right, but it's all spread out. Yeah, yep. like they're so, win- but we have we have games. like two or three guys tied up there at the top. Yeah, and, and, they're, and they're winning games too. So it's yeah. not like it's like not there. Whereas yeah. like using in Edmonton again, was it a couple? Was it last season or two seasons ago? Like they were so abysmal. Like it was like I think it was uh, McDavid and Drysdale had the majority of points, and then after that, it tapered by a lot. And oh, because yeah. there was nothing there they were literally fielding an AHL team out there with Facts. Big David and Dreisaitl. Yeah. It just doesn't work. Yeah. For sure. And um, um, speaking of staying healthy though, we got uh Mrazic and Natus were both skating. Uh Mrazic's the, taking shots at practice after said, practice. I think they both traveled with the team to Dallas. So I don't think Natus is gonna see time and Mrazic probably won't either. But it kind of they're know, closer. He's, he's there to not be put on it uh, for Mrazic. He's there to think, not be on LTI. Uh, yeah, yeah, which is where we had the you know eleven forward, six defensemen, and all that. But just you know, it's it's a good sign. It's definitely a good sign. Nature's. We were even talking about him prior to the injury. I mean, he was kind of having a oh maybe not a breakout season, but just like he was getting very very comfortable using exactly. his skill set, which where before it felt like. He was like he would think about doing like I could probably maybe be able to make. Skate. Well, that was because like he was Carolina basically sheltered him in, oh, in yeah, Charlotte yeah. for a while. We always avoid, do that with our talented that. prospects, yeah. though. You know. Speaking of that, go ahead. Uh, just like the AHL stuff, we have a bunch of guys like Seth Jarvis, Jameson Reese. Oh, dude, our prospect dude, pool is crazy right and now. They're all killing it in the AHL, yeah. and it's gonna suck when I know uh, what's the league? It's the European league that's starting up soon. It's not the WHL. Um, European league? Yeah, there's a European league that starts, because that's where, it's where Seth All Jarvis these, well, is. Uh, oh, no, no, no. You're talking about the Canadian Junior League, right? Was it the Canadian Junior yeah, League? Yeah, the WHL, it's the Canadian Western Hockey League. Yeah, yeah, yeah but. Yeah, you're probably going, but like, but yeah. Where's, the, where's Seth Jarvis's. Uh, Jarvis plays in the WHL. I don't know what. Does he play he in the WHL? Yes. And they're okay. just getting ready to get going. Okay, again. then maybe that's what it, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. The Western like, Hockey League. Yeah, but yeah. It's, a, it's a stupid rule. It's it really sucks, though, because, I mean, they're showing, like, a guy like Jameson Reese is a guy I was super excited about just because I think he brings something. He's like 19 right now. I think so. But he just brings something that I don't feel like the Hurricanes really have as far as just like that kind of uh, just pestery, just kind of in-your-face. Marshan-esque? Kinda, yeah, kind of a Marshan-esque player, just not afraid to get dirty. And Seth Jarvis is killing it. Uh, is, um, uh, what's the, uh, the Suzuki, is he, was he, is he playing for HL right now? Don't know. I don't know either. But just but seeing know, all these like, guys. Like, I know Bach is in there too. Yeah, he's yeah. Been, he's been pretty well. And it's just seeing all these guys are going to have to go back to the I think he's still in the leagues. CHL. 
as, as a whole. Is he? I, I think he's an OHL player. Suzuki right. is. But yeah. just seeing these guys are going to have to get kicked back to their junior leagues, we're like, you know, any ice time's good, but you're well, not and facing and the, the same problem. quality. It's, it's of the rule that is for some reason set in place. If, if they're a certain age for a junior, they have to go back. Like, yeah. Um, they should be able to buy out that contract. Was, there was one player, he played for Halifax. Um, I think it was McDonald's. Was it Mc- no, it wasn't McKinnon. It might have been Druin. One of the two. They both play for Halifax. Yeah. Well, one of them, they sent him back for, like, after, like, a nine game, just sent him back for a year. I'm like, that dude is a man amongst boys. Like, yeah. there's. He needs, probably but you, could, but you couldn't send him to the AHL because of the, the rule in place. Yeah. yeah which but is why I think, like, Austin I, Matthews went to. I think a lot of that's based on just, like, the culture of the AHL, more so, like, a few years ago, where the AHL was mostly just filled with these grizzly guys who are, like, in their 30s getting sent down who are, at the end of the day, going to beat the living fuck out of these 20-year-olds, yeah. Yeah. 19-year-olds. So it's, you know, in some sense, it is sheltering them. For, just for the sake of their long-term development, it might be it might be necessary to some extent. Maybe not so much now because the league's really then. developed, but maybe a few years ago when it was mostly just these nothing but fighters who were down there. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Because guys get the fuck beat out of them in the yeah, NHL. Yeah, that's the thing. It's that's like, the difference. And again, you know, Tying into a previous note, like wider appeal for just hockey in North in yeah, yeah. America, not necessarily Canada, because honestly, they don't need league, it. Minor league uh, professional hockey teams in Canada just don't seem to work that well outside of like the Marlies, because it's literally in Toronto. Sure, it sure. Feeds into the Maple Leafs, <laughs> but like having those players in those minor league markets to face this competition would be fantastic, right? For growing stuff, like it, you, know, True. you would want to see, like if. Like, like outside of boneheadedness of not keeping the checkers as their Carolina yeah, Hurricanes affiliate, and if we didn't have a pandemic around, it would be amazing to go see uh, Jarvis play and yeah. all these guys. They would sell but so many tickets be, right now, and it wouldn't. But the problem is because of the current rules, you could like he'd be stuck in juniors. You wouldn't get to see him play. True. Yeah. It's it's a double edged sword. Yeah. It's definitely a double edged sword, and especially nowadays, it makes less sense than it did a few years ago for yeah. sure. Um, but I was like, yeah, I like I uh, prior to last season, or whatever. Uh, I went down to Charlotte. I was watching like Gautier and Jake Bean and all them play yeah. in Charlotte. It's just like you're seeing, you know, like the future. With, yeah, I'm there with my buddies. Like no, like 24 is like really fucking good. Like the, here's the guys to watch. It's, yeah. just, it's so cool, so great to grow the game. And then we were like, fuck every every local affiliate we have. We're gonna <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, all right, let's let's go ahead and segue right into this. And this is going to be an interesting tidbit. I'm not really sure where it's going to go, how to even start it, but it's it's something that. You know, Chris and I kind of been talking about on the side and are just ready to uh, kind of just talk about it. It's always it's always a background conversation. I feel like mm-hmm. the state of the game itself, the sport of hockey as it relates to fandom and online presence, for me, is at its most intolerable state that I think it's ever been. Mm-hmm. This is a very like. I'll have no problem saying this is a very, like, sort of biased, tunnel-viewed sort of perspective, but this is kind of what I've been seeing just in the past year or so as a person who's just only begun to dwell or dwell into the, the online presence of social media as it relates to hockey fandom, right? As jumbled as that all sounds. What the fuck is going on? Like, it seems like, it seems like especially in the Canes fandom, this is really broken down from me into the Canes fandom, where at the end of the day, we're a small amount of people. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot of Canes fans. You might not like that statement as a Canes fan, but it's a statistical fact. Especially in comparison to other markets. That's that's all I can compare it to, right? It's literally like a small town. Everybody knows everybody. Exactly. 
one of the things I had said to Jacob yesterday to kind of summarize that side of it is you have no fucking idea how lucky you are as Canes fans to be able to go to every single practice when you could yeah. and have absolutely no competition to go wait in those lines to get autographs, meet players. These players know your fucking faces. Yeah. You might think that they don't know you and they're like super – they fucking know you because they see the same 20, 30, 40 fucking maybe upwards of 100 people every fucking out. time. Yeah. Right. And well, that's just it too. Is these these Canes players also have the benefit of it being such a small market to get to know these fans, which is a beautiful thing. I'm not knocking on that part. What I'm knocking on is what the what the what the perspective does to those few fans. It 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 sort of develops this sort of very uh, purist, ungrateful, entitled sense of fandom that is so bad for the sport. And so bad for our market that it just makes me absolutely sick to yeah. witness day in and day fucking out. I'm totally uh, unhinged and exaggerating to some degree, but like it's just I'm fucking over it. Yeah. I'm so fucking over it. It makes me want to stop watching the game that I love more than any other fucking sport. Mm-hmm. It's so awful. I mean, what like maybe tell me what I'm missing or something. I don't think you're missing anything. It's the fact that we're. As a like a hockey, well, non hockey market, non traditional, yeah, non traditional is becoming more entrenched. It's like the team has been trying really hard since Dundon took over to, and they've been doing a great job, yeah, to get the masses to be more interested in the team. I mean, we've been there to the half filled arenas. I mean, even during the Lafayette years, where I think I experienced my first. You know, might, you might as well drink up because yeah, we're going to get heavy. Everyone's this. getting their second one. Yeah, I got to yeah. get my second one. Um, but, like, you know, during the Lafayette years, when it, even, despite the fact that, you know, he won the cup with them, they didn't do too well. And there was a, I remember a dude in the stands yelling, like, for, like, five minutes straight how much he hated Lafayette. <laughs> and, like, and I'm just worried that, like, that is, like, the moment where we knew, oh, great, now we're going to have toxic fans. And yeah. And the thing is, though, like, I'm just glad I don't have Facebook because, you know, most of it seems to be coming on there. And it sort of feels kind of like Canadian media in a sense. You know what I mean? Like, because I feel like like a lot of players but without, play like, in Canada. But like, without the insight, right? Yeah. Like, but, like, a lot of players, I feel like there's a lot of players that, like, big name players that don't really enjoy playing in markets like Toronto and Montreal because they're under such a Phil microscope. Kessel. Yeah, Phil Kessel, because that's, remember that? There was Joffrey like, uh, Lupel. Yeah, Lupel. Well, John Kessel, Phaneuf. I, yeah, I could exactly, go all day. John Phaneuf, all the... Like, Matt know, Sundin. <laughs> <laughs> Shouts out, happy birthday, Matt Sundin. Yeah. Um, but, um, <laughs> sorry. But, like, you know, Kessel had that, st- that person wrote that story about him going to the hot dog stand or whatever. I was like, yeah, yeah. really? Who cares? Like, but, like, fans also get into that too, and they feed into that. And I feel like we're starting to see that here. Even like with people, I don't know if they're Carolina Hurricanes fans or not, but, like, using, like, Sarah Sylvian, for example, just people, like, harassing her. And whatnot, and she's a Canes beat writer, so you kind of associate, well, that might be a fan of the Carolina Hurricanes, which we don't want. Yeah. Right. And it's like, but the more you harp on these players, and the more like, like they deserve their criticism too for their play, but when you start attacking them personally, or see, like that, it's, it's more else. about, and obviously personal attacks and things like that are never acceptable, but it's, it's more about, for me, and what I get upset with is where that mindset comes from. And I think this is like, and this is how I kind of see it as a longtime Canes fan. This goes back to the, late 90s, early 2000s, yeah. like the emerging existence of the team. 
I've always been going to Canes games. I've been fortunate enough to be able to go to Canes games. You should be grateful for the fact that we have an NHL team. That too, yeah. but but what you start to see, and I feel like, and I, I'm guilty of this myself, that's kind of why I feel like I have this point of view on it, is we're such a small amount of people, you you kind of get, and, and with, like, there's a lot of things here, there's a lot of layers to peel back. The people that go and visit these Canes games, I feel like are a lot of times very introverted, excluded individuals outside of other trends and other things in this area yeah this is a huge football state this is a huge college college basketball state this is a massive baseball state yeah and for all those sports fans aspiring sports fans who couldn't find their niche in those sports they went to hockey yeah right and with that you have some i'm just gonna say you have the outcast the nerds the weirdos those type of those type of uh stereotypes coming into the hockey fandom and then they start to gain this sort of, oh, I'm the only one here. I'm the only this one in my, my team. I'm the only one in my friend circle, my grade, my school who watches the sport. And then with that comes this elevated sense of fucking entitlement about what they think they know about the league, the sport, the game itself, and the team. And that shit just fucking spreads like a fucking virus. <laughs> it's, it's like a it's like a hipster thing. Like oh, it really I, I, is. It's like I was a fan. It of really is. Yeah. Before, it's cool. And that is the fucking personality that exists in every single one of these fucking Kane's Twitter motherfuckers. And I'm so fucking over it. I'm just over it. And that's the it thing, makes me like, hate it. It's that's the thing is that you gotta like you gotta differentiate yourself between the team and yourself. Like it's the, the thing is of like like you. That's why I was getting annoyed when people say we're doing well when they reference a team. Oh, it's literally like, just that's like, something I, I'm guilty of that. I do that all the time. I do it too. Yeah. It's kind of hard to, but then, but but it's like I always, but I always hate it when people like will use it. Like I'll say we're doing a team, and then I'll immediately correct myself afterwards. Like they did well. They did yeah, well. They like did. I don't have a contract with the Carolina Hurricanes. I'm not in that organization. I don't skate on the ice. I think I think one of the biggest differences, like for us, right? Mm-hmm. We'll say some shit. We'll state our opinion. I feel like we're really good about checking ourselves in the sense that we actually don't know dick yeah you know what i'm saying like we yeah, don't like we we're might the try experts to, but we don't yeah exactly <laughs> that's the sarcasm right yeah, yeah, yeah. we are observers we are not the players these yeah. motherfuckers who think because they read one athletic article fucking go to every practice hooked up with one player and sp- <laughs> and spend and spend some time on some fucking analytic website that they didn't even fucking create or yeah. had any hand in making the stats and just remember them they think that gives them some fucking sense of authority on how to tell other motherfuckers What's good? What's bad? Yeah, and they actually right. don't know. They really don't know. And again, this comes with that disclaimer: we, I, me, don't know dick. But I'm yeah. telling you, neither do any of you. Yeah, and no, you know, you all need to start acting like. And it. I, I, I'm just I gonna hate, point out, I just like hockey too. <laughs> <laughs> I hate, and this is this is bigger than just like hurricane stuff. But I hate that, uh, like when the whole New York Rangers, uh, uh, Tony D'Angelo situation yeah. happened. I hate a motherfucker who comes out like I know something you don't know, and like that's you don't. Their, and like that's their whole thing about it. It's just like I got the smoking gun. No, you don't. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's like, you're, like you say something on Twitter. You're like, man, I think that this is this is this because of this. And someone's like, well, if you knew what I know, you would know that's a stupid thing. You're like, well, what do you know? They're like, well, I can't say. It's then like, shut the fuck. Oh up. yeah, it's like oh well, then don't ever don't say don't anything say to anything. Me at all. Like, yeah, you, you've contributed nothing to the conversation. Like you're just like again, it's that weird ego and it, and it, thing. And exactly, feeds, and it feeds into stories that are either that are worse than what they are. Yeah. Like so, the whole thing with Tony D. Like yeah, he, we know he's a scumbag. Like it's it's proven fact. There's yeah. multiple. But like the story where it said like he's that he held, yeah, yeah. it was all completely false. Yeah. And that was just people feeding into like what 
Yeah, they one thought. person throw, threw something in the thread like, yeah, he picked the puck up out of the net. He probably took that. Where it's like, man, anytime a You just player, don't know. Anytime a player gets dragging, his first and point. And you're dragging yeah. another player into it who, who has nothing to do with it except for the fact that he's a black player and Tony yeah. D's known for... And poor like, Miller, so right? Yeah, no, poor Miller. Just poor Miller. thrown in the middle of all this bullshit when literally he just... For just existing. And that's <laughs> why I'm like I'm worried about like here because if you get like these like toxic fans here in North Carolina... We're gonna end up having it to where like players don't want to be here, because they're worried that fans are gonna be way too rabid. They're gonna be criticizing every single move. Yeah, and, and because there's not many, you fucking stick many. out like sore thumbs. You stick out like the, the sore fucking thumbs. There's a ton of former players of the Hurricanes that live here because they love being here. Like North Carolina is a great state. Um, there's a big chunk of former players that are within the Junior Canes organization or even just local hockey There's organizations. There's great golf. Stillman. That too, but they like they coach and stuff like that. Like, yeah. you know, um, Shane Willis and... Wesley. Williams. Williams. Cole. Yeah. It goes on. Warp. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but and, and the other thing, too, that, it, you know, for, like, the gatekeeper side of it, right? There's the fucking people who, who like we're saying, the ones who, oh, I was a Canes fan before it was cool to be a Canes fan, and they just, they thrive off that shit. And they try to get in the way of, like, these other little totally harmless fucking different Twitter accounts and personalities. Like, for example, like the fucking, uh, the, like the different accounts that try to do, like, the fucking, uh, like, they make up the scenarios that Hurricanes players would never be in. But, like, they're, like, these little... Fu- it's, it's kind of gone yeah. now, but, like, those little meme fucking conversations that never happened. Oh, like the Ajo to Svetch sleeping in, like, a bunk bed together. That's the- Harmless. 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 I hate those accounts. That's fine. I'm going to say personally, I think... That's fine. That but you don't, really annoying. But you don't go out of your way no, yeah, to try, with a, with a bigger online presence, uh, you know, relatively to that, to try and put it down yeah. just because you don't like it. Yeah. You just have your opinion. Yeah. And that, that's the shit I can't stand when these fucking gatekeeping-ass motherfuckers who then turn around and just tell people that they're mood policing and shit like that. Like, no, you're actually a fucking dickhead. You're actually a fucking dickhead who needs to just... If you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. And yeah. every time I see that shit now, I'm just going to start saying something because it's fucking so dumb. It's so dumb I mean, and it ruins the fucking vibe for everyone else who's just trying to get their foot in the door for the fandom. I mean, There's so, nothing wrong with that. It's a troll mentality because yeah. it's like you can say whatever... Oh, they're anonymous trolls. Your, your, they're all anonymous trolls. Up, like... You're not going to walk up, say, like, if Cam Ward or, like, a you know, former Hurricane Greg, you know, like, do an autograph session. You're not going to walk up to his face and say, I think you suck the whole time you were here. Like, not you're, like, yeah, yeah it would be like, you're the only reason, you know, like, you know, because the worst thing you can say, I mean, I'm already thought about it. It's like, you want to be where you're at if Ger- Martin Gerber didn't suck in the mm. playoffs. Like, you, like, mm. you're not going to go up and say that to him. Right. Yeah. Like, but you're going to type it, aren't you? And, yeah. like, and that's the with, a, with no face on your profile with picture. No face, yeah, no face on your profile like, picture. Like, don't, don't get me twisted. I ain't out here to fucking dox myself, but my fucking face is right here. And <laughs> if you got a fucking problem with me, we can fucking talk about it in person anytime. <laughs> I will get in my own way. All right? But see, but that's where I feel like I... That's just where I separate myself from that other shit where... I'm just I'm just so done seeing this happen again and again and again, and I feel like it just it just ruins it. It just ruins the fucking ability for other fans, non Hurricanes fans, to enter this space mm-hmm. without that. Just like, oh, this is kind of fucking jaded. Yeah. This is super fucking toxic. You just don't like. Why even let that perpetuate, right? Yeah, no, for sure. Let, it, think, let that go away. Uh, and I think you're speaking a lot of like internal, you know, between Canes fans, a lot of that beat cannibalism. But and also, but going uh, looking outward, like Canes fans interacting with other fan bases. We are online. so aggressive. We are aggressive, but I think part of it comes from like we're saying we were a I bad like- team. We were a butt. We were the butt of jokes for so long exactly. that I think the fan base 
is extremely like defensive about it. Like they, you're looking at the. They, uh, they are defensive because they're so. But they they've shouldn't been shit be. upon for so many years. And, but like you're looking at like the Columbus, uh, uh, no goal that was a goal yeah. situation, right? But they're all like. You, you guys got hosed. Like, they would say it in Irritating Columbus fans, like, you guys got hosed. Like, but we I, know. I saw a lot of people that were like, yeah, fuck you, eat shit. And it's just kind of, and then, like, everyone else like, well, that goal, like, shouldn't have happened. And then you won the game by a goal. And it's like, I know if those roles were reversed and it happened to, like, the Hurricanes, you'd be like, yeah. they'd be fucking, fucking, they'd be reporting accounts, yeah, dude. They'd they, be fucking saying motherfuckers like, were of course, Tim threatening their lives, like, bro. Yeah. It's, it's like, they'd be losing their shit. And that's the thing, is that you gotta figure out which ones, and unfortunately, it's also an onus of the fans themselves to figure out which people are being aggressive and being douchebags, and which ones are just having playful fun. Like, yeah, during the, um, uh, the Canes Capital Series, I mean, I was having some fun with some of the, the Caps fans in there, because that was some toxic stuff in there, too. Got, that, oh, that, that, it goes both ways. But it started being fun when you're, like, you're able to dish it back, but without being like an asshole. Because I remember there was this one guy. I th- it was kind of like one of those like kind of look at the scoreboard type things, and then the Canes ended up winning the series. And I was like, I so after each win, I I just made a I made another reply to the guy <laughs> yeah. just to let him know. Just like, really trolling his yeah, shit. Just, yeah, just to let you, but yeah. it wasn't like. Oh, you guys suck so much. You, you don't know, start like, referencing all this historical fucking pointless yeah, yeah. shit to that current storyline, right? Yeah. Like it's I mean, so it's like convoluted. Fans, like if you look at their history, uh, look at the history of the Capitals. Like they have like no. They were no. bad for a really long, a time. long they, time. They, they, they own since the seventies. No, no, they yeah. own they own the record for the worst NHL record in history. It was their very first year. I think they were eight sixty seven and five. And they've had some amazing players go through that organization. Yeah. You're talking about fucking Mike Gardner, fucking uh, uh. God, I'm fucking... Dale Hunter. Dale Hunter, but uh, the Russian player. He played there for a little bit. Uh, I'm tripping. Red What's... Wings. Uh, oh, Fedorov. Fedorov played there yeah, for a minute. Amazing I remember, players. I remember seeing Fedorov play when he was part of Capital. So, and my dad's sitting next to me. He's like, I... And he's just... He's just in awe watching. Like, you know, this is Fedorov in his late days. Not even, like, in his prime with Detroit. And he's like... He's like... Fedorov's such a natural skater. He's just, he's just in awe watching him skate all the time. And this helps segue kind of similar to my whole point... And again, this comes with a lot of bias, a lot of tunneled perspective. But I feel like whenever I find myself tapping into other sports Twitters, whether it be NBA, football, hockey is the far by the worst for other fandoms going into other fandoms fucking threads and just forcing their way in just to create negative conversation. Yeah. Usually with other sports, it, it, it happens. Other sports, it's really like it's team-based. It's well, really I, I feel like with other sports, it's, it's more like player based. I feel like with, I feel like it's much stronger like look at uh the hate LeBron gets, right? That's yeah. that's a prime it's kind of a cookie cutter but a prime example yeah. where players for fans from other teams will shit on him as a player, but they're not shitting on the Cavs or whatever yeah. team he's playing for at that time, right? But in hockey in in hockey it takes nothing for one for one fandom to make some point and a whole another fucking rival of that fandom to come in and just Gang up on a motherfucker, yeah. and yeah. I can't stand that shit. Yeah. I the hate that shit. Been referring to the attendance figures for Hurricanes games, or or Arizona, or yeah. Columbus, yeah. or, or Florida. Florida. It's it's just it's so pointless. Yeah. It's pointless. And I do think <laughs> and it's been done. Of, you I, got, I got crapped on for making fun of Florida's attendance <laughs> hey. records. So one time, because I was at with. We're all guilty of it. I was at a Canes watch party at uh, Ale House, and I was hanging out with some of the people from another podcast, like going into that saturated media thing. Yeah, we'll talk about that. And I made a joke. I was like, you know, there's more people here than at the Florida Panthers game. (laughs) (laughs) And so many people gave me crap about it. Like, I wasn't trying to be a dude. I was just pointing out the fact that you look at that. But that also, that taps right back in the whole oversensitive defensive side, where it's like, you got to be willing to take a little shit, too. We're talking about, the Carolina Hurricanes fan here, 
talking about the attendance figures as someone else's team. You like, understand. We know, yeah, it's like we know that back yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. And kind of like you were saying uh, at the beginning uh, about how it's maybe a little bit of a tunnel vision thing, I think we're probably just deeper into hockey online presence. We are. Whereas, so, like, when you're going to look at, like, NBA, like, you, you know you know the players, but you don't watch the NBA, you right. know what I mean? You don't know, like... You're going to look at like you know the big the bigger accounts, and, and it's stuff seeing, that goes across by thread. I'm no, not yeah, out here yeah, searching exactly. for anything. So I'm sure you're if right. you dug into it, there is probably a lot of toxicity. It just feels like with but to that hockey same vein and hockey in our area, it's the the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like big fish in a small pond thing, where it's like just the the concentration of negativity feels so much higher because it feels like a smaller community you're, you're, with, like, the you're same a, amount. You're 100% right, but also in the same vein, I'm just trying to find I'm gonna it. I'm going to add on to that. But also, without looking for shit, this is also the same stuff I come across. No, yeah, you yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, just, yeah, like, yeah. just, like, in that same that same sense, like, where it's just, like, this is just some overarching storyline that has no real tied specifics to any one thing, and people just go out of their way to fucking say some well, goofy I'll, shit. I'll yeah. That's all. To what he was saying, like, you're you know, right. the, 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 the small stuff, like, you know, it's also perpetual because the NHL is of the big four. I'm not even counting soccer yet because I feel like MLS will probably take over the NHL because they suck at marketing. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's one of the, it's the smallest base of all the four definitely, sports. Definitely. Absolutely. And they don't, and the NHL does not do anything to expand the sport. They can't right now. And to so be they fair, keep it yeah. niche and they keep it small, and so and that small, you know, fan base is. For I mean, not majority, but the ones that stand out as the toxic ones are the ones standing they, out over everybody else. They and all so, think they were there first. They and all the think H- they were the and first. And the doesn't do anything about it. I mean, hell, you know, one of the things they promote, or at least you know, look at like EA Sports promotes the spit and chiclets, and that's associated with Barstool. And Barstool is a toxic sports channel. Like it's, I mean, you if you watch it, fine, it's whatever, it's your thing. But like, but it's associated with a guy who runs a company that's really toxic and you know the NHL is clinging to that and and you know part of it is that they have a lot of people in there that they including like just in general whether it's their social media interactions or if they're or based on even how they treat the players themselves it's just they don't seem to show a whole lot of initiative to expand and make it more welcoming and I think the biggest point to that is maybe you could one could because again this is coming from a a pretty legitimate non-barstool fan. I think Chicklets is the only thing, the most thing I would attach myself to Definitely. any fandom of. But to that point, I think what it does is it's it more creates a bad look. You know what I mean? Just yeah. where they it's like it's an option that, that you don't have to take, but they're taking and kind of just overlooking what that negativity they can come with. They overlook a lot of things. Yeah. That's the problem. Is that, like I said, the 90s, and unfortunately for anybody that watches this that wasn't, didn't grow up in the 90s, the 90s, I think, was the... No one watches I mean, I, grew up, I mean, I... Yeah. <laughs> but, like, when I grew up in the 90s, the Angel did a really conservative effort to appeal to as many people as possible, to try to bring in all sorts of people, you know, because, you know, you had the Mighty Ducks movies, you had... Which were tied in with the Anaheim Ducks. Um, and you had... Uh, like How about just the general these, expansion of teams? General expansion of teams. You know, Gretzky going out to LA. California. Yeah. Um, you also Huge. had... Um, like I said, the NHL breakout tour. You yep. had um, yeah, just hitting non-traditional markets. Um, 
People, the, being, people being referenced in like popular uh, TV shows. I'll give a lot of credit to the uh, the hockey hometown series, or whatever the fuck. It was mostly all just in the fucking north. Yeah, yeah but they had Chicago. that. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, it's a, it was a Canadian thing, and then you know they said let's do in America, but like it's all yeah, it's but it's all based in the north in traditional areas. Like, you but it's an intense. That, you know, some yeah, minor. Yeah, come down, come down south somewhere around here to a beat up arena that needs it done. Yeah. yeah, and also I think part of the marketing thing, the NHL does not do a good job of marketing their personalities. Like, Ovechkin, when he first came in the league... Oh, yeah, they was, suck at it. They, they suck hate, so They bad hated it. He was doing the dropped his stick, my stick's on fire thing. People like, give him crap Everybody about it. hated him for it. It took till what, this last game for them to put that emote in there yeah, type yeah. shit? No, facts. Then, and then you look at... Uh, they, they they found Sidney Crosby, and they were like, this is our guy, we're going to boost him up. Because and, he has no personality. And I, yeah, and I love Sidney Crosby, but he... If you've ever watched a fucking interview with him, there's like you don't find many. Ba- yeah, it's very measured, very, like well, everything's calculated. And then you know, like you're saying, they attach themselves to chicklets. It took a guy like Bissonette and Whitney, who already were big personality guys, yeah, to go outside of the league, do their own thing, become so big that the league basically and that's where you give ignore it. Yeah, and that's where I give all credit to guys like Paul. Yeah, and, and they had they had all their relationships still with guys who were still playing. We're bringing them on the show, yeah. and if you're the NHL, and you're like, well, they're taking every every star that we have is going on this. Show. Like, we have to associate ourselves just from like, just like from almost like Out a of necessity. And, and, that, yeah. and that ties it into it. It's people having to do this stuff on their own, and the Angels not doing anything yeah. to help or not help out, but to do it themselves. Like, like the saturated media thing. Perfect segue. Lots of fans are making their own podcasts. Because there's not really anything here to tie it in. Yeah, we have a couple of official, like, you know, media things. Like, there's and great, Talk, there's and great Hurricanes official media. Yeah. There's and great, there's official, great media. official media. But then there's a lot of, like, fans ones, too. And But the thing is, though... So let's, let's talk on that. I want to kind of get into that, too. That yeah. kind of has its own niche, its own history, just to tap into. And this does not come from the perspective, oh, I'm an unofficial media creator in the Canes realm, well, so I know what I'm talking about. That's not from, that. You can come from the perspective of just someone that does a podcast on, as, a, as a hobby. But this, is, but this is also kind of what led me to do this podcast as, as like, the, the, the beginning uh, brainchild, right? Yeah. This was, I guess, my brainchild if I want to give myself any credit, right? That's, that's yeah. all that is. But where that comes from is, is kind of seeing the emergence of what the Canes were doing with the Dundon stuff, yeah. with, with Dundon coming into it, recognizing that, okay, we're really starting to step out of our market for our attempts to try to bring fans in and wanting to capitalize on that in any sense, not uh, monetarily, but just in, just in some sort of uh, creative way to just share and find like-minded individuals in that space. And right as this and you know i'll go ahead and give all the credit to the ogs you got the fucking 308 podcast yeah uh revolution they've been doing this for a hot minute and there's a couple others i'm sure i'm forgetting i mean kane's uh kane's country they've kane's country they've been out here for a minute there's, there's, there's also locked on hurricane there's a bunch yeah. right well yeah and they, they kind of started official i think because it's a whole network that has yeah, they have, yeah yeah um and then dude, <laughs> and we're, we're naming all these so let's yeah. talk about our boy uh uh oh, so we, my we, man zach over there siren sounder but, but all those guys kind of came around just about at, yeah. right after or just around the same time as us. And that's kind of the thing where it's, you know, and I'm not some fucking genius. These guys obviously see what was going on, too, and they're all jumping on it. Now, what happens very, very quickly, and this is not putting anyone above or below anyone else, it becomes extremely saturated because our market is so, again, so, so small. fucking small. So you have like seven or eight of these podcasts. Out and this is five people. Add the fucking eight people <laughs> yeah, that fucking yeah. can't even do it. Have yeah. the fucking technology fucking from them to even be able to do the shit. 
And it's just everyone saying, you know, I'm not, I don't even listen to their stuff, mainly so I don't rip them off. That's yeah. kind of my thing. I don't want to rip anyone off. Uh, everyone's going to start saying the same thing, right? Yeah. You're gonna all Especially s- when it's, you know, about one team. Yeah, Hurricanes focused. There's only so much going on with the team. There's only made so many off brands you can create. There's only from so that. many people players can hook up with that you can get friends on mics, dude. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> My friend who had a friend <laughs> sucked his dick. Oh, no, they didn't. Well, you could imagine what it'd be like if they did. <laughs> Straight yeah, like that. But, like, they talked. Him like, and her got it on. <laughs> no, it didn't. But it also ties in, like, you know, further on, like, you know, the toxicity. Like, I'm not saying any of them are toxic. No. But, you know, some people will believe that, oh, why are you pretending to be the official authority of these people? And it's like... No, like you like the team, you love the team. I mean, you're toxic if you do a podcast and all you're doing is crapping on them. Yeah, right. Yeah, but but it's also like, but you love the team. You want to take the time out of your day to do a podcast, to do it, and you're DIYing it, which is like today's in these days you can. It's, it's easier. Like, it's easier than it's ever been. Yeah, and and to that point, it's it's really only toxic is if all you focus on. Are the like kind of like we're doing right now? Again, it's I think the self awareness is the most important aspect to kind of just stay generally humble and again aware of who you are and what you're talking about. It's when you just focus on all the negative storylines, all the fucking negative shit in the world, and try to tie that back into the sport like it has any real relevancy to the actual. I'm talking about the game, yeah. Like because the league is the league's shocked at this point in terms of how they operate compared to other pro leagues, in my opinion. But when you try to bring in all this other shit that has nothing to do with the game, the game, you're just creating more negative conversation that's not benefiting or doing anything for anyone. You're bringing attention to important topics, sure, and I'm not even trying to get specific. This isn't political. This isn't about, like, fucking, you know, obviously things like fucking racist, sexist, yeah. homophobes, all that shit is, is non-starters. Get, the, get that shit the fuck out yeah. of anything, right? But when you just focus on all this fucking negative, unimportant shit... I don't think you're doing anything for yeah. anyone but trying to capitalize on some attention to use your own fucking bullshit to say morally where you stand and how that should make you look yeah. and your fucking off-brand look and, oh, look at me, Hurricanes, I'm the best I'm the best person to represent you. Yeah. And that's all trash. That's all trash to me because it's so, it's just so disgenuine, so ungenuine. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Well, no, and it's also like, I'm I was, jaded. Like, I play, you know, like I played that Raleigh Street Hockey League. There's a whole team that I got like just happened to get put on just because of the way shit worked. But they were all Hurricanes employees. Like Michael Smith was on nice. the team. So I was like, uh fucking um who's the guy? Like the North State Journal. What's uh not sure. Um you would totally know his name. Sure. If I yeah, yeah. Um, respect. But like all those guys were playing Shouts on it. So them. like I would get I would like, you know, they would be talking about stuff going on in like in, you know, some inside baseball shit with the locker room and stuff. And literally, I don't think we ever talked about any of it Not on the podcast. Not once. Because it was like, they would be talking to me about it. I'm like, like this, like, to, for them, this is like work gossip type shit. Yes. For like, and so I'm getting like just whatever they're saying. And I'm sure like they're talking to their buddy who works there every day. And I'm getting that like one side of the story. But you recognize like, it. You recognize it as, and it, again, this would be like the perfect thing for us to take capitalize on his content, but you straight up as an individual recognize it as none of your fucking business. Not my business. Yeah, because that's the thing. If it leaks out, I mean, you're getting some trouble too. And I'm not trying to get, like, I liked playing with those dudes. Like, it was cool. I would share, like, when we would show up, I'd be like, yo, guess what I heard type shit. Yeah. But it's just to keep, it stays on the bench, whatever. It's it's an now unfortunate term because of, you know, 
politics, but you know what you're hearing is quote unquote locker room talk. Yeah, and, and also I don't we, have I don't need I don't need that ego boost to like tweet like oh get I know some shit that y'all don't. And know. a lot of you motherfuckers are desperate <laughs> for that shit, and you are fucking trash for it. And it, it's the funny thing. That's I, the biggest I, point. I, I yeah. like, I, unnamed source, you know, another source told me that I'm like. Oh, your, oh, your no. buddy empties the trash cans. We hear yeah, fucking like, shit like that day in and day out from fucking this friend, that friend, this person. Maybe they're an employee. Maybe they know someone personally. And we go out of our way to not mention that shit yeah. as a content creation representing the team in some unofficial way because it could be bullshit. It could be this, could be that. And we also don't want the attention because of that. We would want yeah. the attention because you enjoy listening and interacting with us as us yeah. for us. And that's it. Not the fucking bullshit that we claim to think that we fucking know about because we read some fucking athletic article or because we yeah. fucking overheard some other horse shit. You're washed if and you that's do like, that. You know, like the the sources that get like the podcast or whatever that get closer to the official source. Like say, like if you watch like Steve Dangle podcast, yeah, yeah, yeah. works for Sportsnet now. No, he's got so, he's got legitimate. He's got and that's legitimate sources. Some we've talk said to too about, but like sometimes like I feel like when they when you hear them talk I'm like, well, this and that, I'm like, I wonder like how much of that is like. Did you get that approved? Like, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's well, like, like we said when we started this, we're if people want to have want to listen to a hockey podcast where they can get inside information, there are podcasts out there. As much as people hate it, Spit and Chicklets is going to get better inside information than we could ever yeah. fucking. So go listen to them. To go, you know what I'm saying? The same with um, the podcast. The who's the two dudes that do with the athletic. Uh, Pierre Lebrun and, LeBron uh, and uh, I forget the other guy, but like uh, yeah, those guys are going to be like you know if you want to hear some legit like, about legitimate rumors, go there. It's it, you know when people are trying to replicate that same feel on in their own like respect to the grind, I suppose. Like sure, if you do it long enough, maybe eventually like Steve Dangle when he started doing his YouTube shit, it was yeah. just him ranting yeah, about the least. Yeah, it was him just being pissed off about. What's and going I'll the go ahead and throw that out there too. Huge inspiration for this podcast is the Steve Dangle podcast. No problem yeah. saying that. I mean, they fucking, literally just they do it great. In like in a basement. Exactly. Yeah. They just started talking because like, they, they same thing like us. We just start. We talked. We get on fucking Xbox Live. Be playing NHL or Call of Duty or whatever, and just be like, "Yeah, man, this shit's crazy with the league." Just talking about it, we're like, "Let's, let's just it. fucking record let's, it." Yeah, let's record yeah, exactly. it. Exactly. Exactly. And it's like it's 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 so crazy and, to see what people do. And it, again, I just want to state. It's really easy to hear us say these things and go, oh, these guys think that they're better. They think they, they no. are, have some moral high ground. Fancy, that's not what I'm trying to say. Podcast out <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> like, and, and that's yeah, where no, I want to... No sponsorships. <laughs> we turned it down deals left and right, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't need that shit. But that, that's the thing. It's like, it, it's... it's you, a lot of you just look desperate. That's just the thing. Yeah. It's like you have this veil. All of you have this veil yeah. of this just ungenuine, look at me, look at me, Desperate ass, yeah. attention seeking ass, c capitalizing on the negativity for fucking likes. Whether you're on this end of the fucking age spectrum uh, in the Kane's fandom or this end of the, the Kane spectrum, if you fucking feel like this applies to you, if the shoe fucking fits, slide it the fuck on. Yep. You know what I'm and saying? Maybe we're the assholes, you know? And maybe it's we like, are. It's like the people that go, like, oh, you're just a band, uh, band or a Fairweather fan or Bam Wagner or jumped on the bandwagon. It's like, dude, like, you can crap on them all they want, but the majority of them, yeah, it's, well, I don't know about Jordan, but you know you're gonna have a handful of them. They're just gonna ride that wave, and then when yeah. the wave's done, you're gonna leave. It's probably the player's have, favorite fans. Yeah, that guy that just shows up and exactly. Loves you and but you're gonna have people that are gonna be like, "This is cool. I'm gonna stay." I mean, yeah, yeah they that's like what it. we need too. Yeah. I mean, it's you know, it's a whole bunch of bullshit. It's a bunch of bullshit. And again, this whole conversation is kind of Twitter in general because you know, it is. like it's a problem with social media. Yeah, in general. Like this is a bigger issue. If you get pissed off at stuff, 
the literally the Ang- algorithm's going to keep pushing. Anger's it. better than happiness, unfortunately. Yeah. For, <laughs> for 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 social for media money, for yeah. YouTube Facts. to make money. Look at dude, it's going to be yelling at, like yelling at about things on YouTube is going to get more views than yeah. a person that's going to talk about es- how great it is. But especially Twitter, because I I don't. There might be like science to back this up, but I feel like I am more willing to read shit that pisses me off than I am to go watch like an eight minute video. Like on YouTube, if I go I know on there, I am. well, if I go on there, I'm like, dude, I fucking like, I don't like whatever this guy has to say. Like I literally like, won't watch it. Right. But on Twitter, I'll be like, what's this mother? What's this stupid ass bitch? Well, like yeah. I'll reply to him nowadays. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I mentioned on, uh, yesterday, I was like, I shared that tweet. Um, the one guy was like, he watched that college hockey game yesterday. And I was like, I, he's like, just wait until this video comes out. And I'm like, and I was like, oh crap. I was like, I don't, it's like, this is going to suck, but you know, I'm going to watch it anyways. Yeah. And I'm going to get mad at that it. That was a brutal so, hit. Yeah. You see that shit? I didn't. Was it, uh, it was Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota and, and, um, I can't remember who they were facing. I just want to say like Notre Dame or something. I think it was. Like Notre super Dame. cookie cutter. Like I, these was, classic was, good was, hockey teams. I think it was Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. And someone just absolutely, think the guy from well, Minnesota. They, they, yeah, I think they, he pulled a Matt Cook. And this motherfucker, this motherfucker, like not just hit him in the head, but like had like a follow through. Oh, it just God. looked dirty. It just looked dirty. Oh, God. Like, come on. Man. Oh, damn. Just do better. Yeah, that's do shit, better. That's just gross. And a lot of you say do better, and you don't even know what the fuck you're saying when you say it. That's <laughs> again, it's it's so easy for me to get triggered by this shit, and it's a very again, it's a very jaded, biased, tunnel type of perspective. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, that shit was not cool. But I, I wanted to get this off my chest, Chris. Thank you for allowing me to rant and to incite this conversation because yeah. otherwise I just have it pent up and eventually I'm just going to fucking snap on a motherfucker. Yeah, He's going to start team killing Chad and Tarkov every day. He's like, fucking bullshit, fucking Stupid hockey. Hurricanes yeah, yeah, yeah. fan, fuck. Chad's like, dude, what the fuck, man? I don't even really watch hockey. I, dude, I listen to your pod, dude. Stop. Because the whole, yeah. Because the whole premise is that, like, you know, I saw you make that one tweet and then I was like, message you because we have that group chat with Sterling. I was like, I got some things I need to say too. Yeah, but because one thing is like it's in like, like everything I covered, and plus like you know I'll bring back Sarah Sivian into this is like you know toxic people. Like it's I remember she, like it's I feel bad because like, now that she's toxic, just to clarify, no, yeah, 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 yeah. now that she's toxic, I feel bad because you know she's able to light people up on Twitter based on their and even Instagram based on their criticisms. But you know like outside of like the public eye. That that stuff has to like really sting. Like there was someone that, sure because like, there was someone that comment like because she shared as an Instagram story that someone comment like she took a picture of her herself at the gym. Like fine, cool. Yeah. But someone commented that she looked like a crack addict. Yeah. Jesus. And then she's like, yeah. But then the next picture, or next Instagram, whatever, she's like, after gym, I'm about to go hit the crack. Button. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, good for you to just take that. But you know, like that well, shit's I mean, gotta I, hurt. I shaved my face. So shaved my face one time in college. Friends said I look methy. Dude, I haven't shaved it since, bro. You know but what I'm saying? Like, like, but the thing's like. <laughs> That's Chase, bro. You met Chase. Chase goes, dude, you look. I, I step out. We go, we're go. we going to play fucking basketball. I get out the car. He's like, did you do something? I was like, what? He's like, I don't know, man. You look kind of like methy. I was like, what the Yo. fuck, dude? Like, oh, I fucking, <laughs> I was, I weighed more then than I do now. Like, oh, bro, look methy, bro. <laughs> hey, yo, man. Hey, word, words fucking hurt. You know what I'm saying? Every, we've all had abusive dads. You know what I'm saying? Words fucking hurt. Oh, man. Shouts out Chase, dude. He actually listens to this podcast too. So shouts out, shouts Chase. out Chase for real. That's funny. I almost man. pointed to where the camera usually is at. Uh, <laughs> like, how many music you have? Yeah, for real. <laughs> but we, but I, we can digress from this. I think. Definitely, yeah, right? I think yeah. we said what we need to say. Yeah, exactly. And this isn't something. This isn't something I want to do. I mean, I think in my own social space, I'll probably dwell on this topic. I think I'm gonna just start 
coming at motherfuckers and seeing who's really about that shit. Because again, I, I'm ready to fucking just scrap, dude. I've been this <laughs> that's pandemic. What, that's what it boils down to. Josh I need to get to into a fight. <laughs> Win, lose. It's a, it's about that time. I'm overdue for a good old scrap. I think that's really just what it is. Maybe not go for the win lose. Let's just hope for the double knockout yeah. drop. <laughs> Maybe just like a maybe just like a classic Yo, hockey style. I am style. five six one forty at best. <laughs> I am easy work. Come get these hands. <laughs> I have a That's face that says "punch me." <laughs> <laughs> I have a very punchable face. <laughs> I'm ready for it. Oh, no. Speaking of punchable faces, yeah, and Chase actually because he texted me about Let's go. this. Uh, Marshawn oh, yeah. and uh, Zabinajad. He actually <laughs> sent me this video and stuff. He's like, "I better hear y'all talk about this." So we're going to talk about it, Chase. Ugh. But the classic, someone wants to be the last one off the ice, what they wait crap so four much. or five minutes. Five oh, I love it. See, I love that I shit. Do, I, I, I love, love it. it. I love the commitment it's, of being it's like... Con- it's, it's competitive. Just That's sports right there. Yeah, that's pure sports but right I just there. love that like, you know both of them know it's kind of ridiculous, but it's just like, well, now that, I'm, I like, now that they both stop at the door and they're like, well, I'm not getting off, you can't then like... You can't back down at that point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to be like, dude. Cameras rock, are on pa- you. Rock paper scissors. Be forced to leave as Marshan was. He was very upset about it. It's a Benjad. Which I'm surprised that Marshan probably didn't, like he wasn't like a too poor sport about it. Well, who yeah. was it? Who was it? Uh, it might have even been the Shelfie Sagan thing where. Like one of them lost the rock paper scissors they did multiple times. Sagan the year. left and ran and back came on. back. He yeah, was like, "Oh, he's gone." Left, ran back on I'm gonna do a quick lap, little yeah. lap, dude. I love it. I, yeah, love I love it. I love that shit. Just because it's like, because it doesn't matter, and it's just it's, it's so a competition funny. within the competition. Yeah. But getting into personalities, that's that's that like little bit of personality that the game I feel like is kind of missing. Where it's just like you know, with basketball, you were seeing a KD and uh, who was that guy. It was Russell Westbrook and KD, right? They would always do the handshake and a little dance thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they played together. Like, all those little bits of fucking... Where you could only follow the team socials to get that stuff. Exactly, exactly. That, um... Or LeBron doing the whole thing. LeBron doing the whole thing. Or with goalies, um... Is it Hellebutt that sits on the bench before the game? A just, lot of them do that. A lot of players just like do that. Looking, not even just that's goalies. just me playing Tarkov, bro. I'm just <laughs> looking around with visualizing. Yeah, or um, Holpi's big on that the too. The Boston guy, it was it was Krug and Pasta, right? That would do the little like spin thing, oh, and stretch, yeah, yeah, board. Yeah. like all that shit. I just I like it all because all that little the Mrs. Sveshnikov. Yeah, all that little bits of personality, <laughs> the behind the scenes shit that just it makes you love the players. And it's coming out more now. More. Yeah, it is. And I, I think it should. I, and I like that too because you know if you look back, even when Ovechkin did the the hot hand sick or even just his celebrations, this is disgusting. Park, yeah, you get so many people like older people. I mean, getting all mad is like. It's not supposed to be like that. It's not. Sp- it's like it's like it's not supposed to be fun. It's and like, see, but we, to that- like where we get the bunch of jerks. Like and like I was doing this or us the Hurricanes doing the um the celebration on the ice. I was like, this is fun. Like sports are supposed to be fun. They're like, or at least it's, we're transitioning to where sports are made to be fun because it used to be. Sports was made at least in for, for football and hockey to go smash heads in. Yeah. Like it's not. It's supposed to be fun. It's not supposed to be how how hard or. How long can that player not play yeah. for the next? It's like the game? same, exactly. the same announcer like that Ovechkin thing is disgusting, or the same guys 
watching Scott Stevens just take elbows to people's temples when they were take looking, out Eric Lindgren. Going like, you gotta, that's hockey. You gotta do that. And it's like, well, do no, you? Though? There's a line. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, do you though? But that same vein, and it's, this, is the, this, is my, this is my chef's kiss of it all, is that the people who, who get upset about the fucking quote-unquote boomer mentality, bitching about Ovechkin and the hot stick sort of thing, are the same motherfuckers that are going to turn around and get upset with smaller social media presences for the little meme shit they try to do yeah. Yeah. when they're just doing the same harmless shit. But because of the fucking time they've put in, they think they got some fucking elitist authoritarian fucking shit over that. And it's just so bass awkward. Well, it's, yeah. it's always one. It's in a sense one generation takes over the other. Yeah, go fuck yourselves. Yeah, <laughs> this is a loud ass. Ra- snore, Ralph. Ralphie just comes <laughs> in Ralphie with the is, snore. <laughs> Ralphie, he's giving us, giving uh, us the vibes. Yo, of hey, this with that boring dog for real. Okay, <laughs> I feel you. We'll move on then. Um, but and kind of going sticking with league stuff, dude. They finally mandated rapid testing finally. only. On game days, only on the game, only on the game days. <laughs> they no sh- more they really need to extend that though. They should so extend it the all the time. As well. yeah, all the time. Literally, just test them. Do what the NBA does. Do what them, the MLB did. Even if it's every, even if it's every other day, test them every other day. Rapid testing. Get that shit back. Just treat them like drug tests and do like a random drug test or random like random rapid test too. Just like, do. If you're not the, gonna do it on game. Like if you're not gonna do it everywhere, take a couple players aside. Doesn't. Do they what the NBA does. They get everyone every morning after every practice. After they do it like three times a day. Yes. Sometimes I'm kind of curious how expensive is it the rapid test? Because you know with the NBA you have like what eleven who cares? players, twelve players. Who cares? It can't be cheap, right? I'm yeah, sure it's exactly. not cheap. It's a lot of la- but, the lab costs of it. And with that all said, the NHL, you're losing money right now. You're not fucking. I mean, you're, maybe you're make a couple teams make a little profit here there. You guys are gonna lose money. Yep. If there's any time to lose money and get this shit right. Now's yeah. the time. If you get all the rapid testing in place, do it all the time, lose a little bit of fucking cash. Do you have any idea how fucking good you look by trying your hardest and, to prevent this shit? And you put the better product out on the ice. Exactly. And viewership numbers are up, and I'm sure that helps your product. You're not going to have a situation it will pay like back. Jersey? Yeah, where they had to miss, they're missing like a week Florida, two Dallas, yeah, like half your squad was Hurricanes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's happened to like a third of the league now. Yeah. It's fucking, it's so disheartening because it's so bigger than the fucking sport itself, the game that we're talking about. Yeah. And it's, dude, it just sucks. It just it does sucks. Suck. And that's the thing because like, they, because the NHL prided itself during the playoffs, the whole thing, the bubble thing, is like, oh, like this this week we had no testing, this or no positives. This week we had no positives. This week yeah. we had no they positives. did a good job with that. Yeah, and now it's like, oh, the teams. Honestly, you know, it would have been great maybe if the NHL modified their schedule a little bit and did like mini bubbles where they have like four teams in one area for a certain amount of time and do that, and then just go. Move on to the next bubble and to the next yep. bubble and to the next bubble. Yeah, I mean, in that maybe sense, do like a do like a two week on, one week off sort of thing. Exactly. Yeah, two weeks hard bubble time, a week off. Go like go live at home. You're gonna have to be safe about it still. Obviously. Or two weeks on, two weeks off. Something I mean, but like and that. just alternate the bubble so there's yeah. always hockey. Fourteen straight days of games, boys. Let's get it going. <laughs> well, we usually play eighty two. We had to start in January, so. We'll just maximize the games within that calendar time, like fucking idiots. Fifty games in before February. Once you get to a higher level, you play less because if you look at like travel players, like hockey, like even junior hockey teams, like the Carolina Junior Hurricanes and the Charlotte Rush, when they're playing those like when they're playing like those showcases, they're facing four teams in like two days, so they're playing like two games a day. I mean, I remember playing in some tournaments when I was a kid. That sucked. Getting up in the morning, playing one game, and then having to do another one. Yeah, Yeah. no shit. I fucking fake sick for Saturday morning games all the time. Playing youth ice hockey, I mean, fuck that. But give a fuck. Um, um, kind of some more. Uh, well, some more just like um, hockey world shit. And speaking of Dallas, do you see? Uh, so Mark Cuban came out. Yep. And said, and 
what happened with this is the uh, Dallas Mavericks have not been playing the national anthem before yeah. any of their games for a while now. And then I think now here's a huge but. Well, yeah, and well, and the people, well, the like I guess a reporter like noticed it and asked Mark Cuban about it. Was like, so or like, what's up with that? And he's like. Oh yeah, no, we're just not doing that anymore. And so the Dallas Stars come out and they go, "Well, we are like they're on some like, well, yeah, hey, we're not him." I, like, I will, I'll add something in between that. Mark Cuban said they're not doing it, and the NBA said you got to do it. Did they? Yes. Yeah, and they then did. everybody was commenting like, "That's a huge elf." And, and they started, about, and then the Dallas Stars did that. And I think, oh, I think okay. the Mavericks even started doing it again. Did and, they? And, but because then, the NBA is like, "You got to play." But Cuban was quoted. He's like, "Look, we're going to do it because we've been asked to by the league, but." I'm telling you, this is a, this is a thing that does not represent a lot of our players and a lot of the voices that watch this league. So just know that. And, and as a fan, and I respect say, that. That's like it's I I I hate the national I I yeah. hate the national anthem for and, the and, game. It's, and like, it's not like you hate the national anthem. No, you just I, you just I'll be honest. The most anxious I am at hockey games is while the national anthem is going on because I'm afraid the person singing it is going to completely screw up. Screw it up, or it's like, dude, I'll get there. I feel that I'm with like the family and shit. Like maybe I have some food and a beer. It's like I sit down. You know, I got the seats already aren't that big. I sit down. I got like my shit. I got it all set up. I find like I mean you're built like the thing so and like I got fucking you know what I'm saying got my little bit of sauce or whatever and then yeah. it's like the national anthem starts I'm like god damn it dude I got fucking and there's and I know and that like Allison, and I, I'm not writing on you like because people go like oh that sounds really selfish but like it is other, other <laughs> no those were I'm like <laughs> they do the same thing in Canada like you know because I go when I go visit folks up there you know I go see some junior games and you know they play the Canadian anthem before the games mm-hmm. but like you have other places around the world where that's not a thing like in Europe like for so- like. Regular soccer games like Premier League or La Liga or whatever, there's no anthem play between the game or play before the games. Um, if they do Champions League, where you know the teams from different countries meet up, they don't. They play like the Champions League anthem, which is some song they've been using for years. That yeah. they stand there, but it's not like a national anthem. Bro, that's what they need. They need like an NHL theme song not written by Green Day. Yeah, and then it's just they blast that motherfucker. But the other thing too is like, um, if you look who at would the, write it? Um, the International Ice Hockey Federation. If you ever watch like the World Tragically Juniors hip or and the Downing World Championships. <laughs> They do, um, you know, it's the victor gets their anthem played at the yeah. end of the game. Which, obviously, that makes no sense here because, you know... He's played Petey Pablo are, when we <laughs> win the Canes win. Yeah. But it's like, every, every team should just have, like, their own, like, team song. So, like, when the team wins, you yeah. just start playing it. Yeah, I just, I think it, I don't know. That would be too much fun. Yeah, it'd be way exactly, it would be way too much fun. But I, I, like, it is like it obviously is a little bit selfish, and it's me. a contentious issue, anyways, because yeah, it's always it's, t- like, it's tied in with patriotism and, mil- and the military. And see, but and again, it just goes back to like it's for me at least. It's so easy to separate your appreciation for what the military does for us from a from a freedom standpoint from a fucking song that plays from a song that really actually just straight up offends and makes a lot of motherfuckers who are all American yeah. very uncomfortable. So yeah. it's just like, I don't know. It's just, it's just again, it's like we don't need it. Because also it has the whole, you know, like the one nation. Well, I guess that's the Pledge of Allegiance. Never mind. I was thinking back to school, like one nation under God. And it's like, well, I mean, there's a lot of people. I'm from a, not this place. Yeah, like, like, I'm not, I don't believe. This is in, not my I religion. I don't believe in the Christian God, which is weird that it's in, you know, separation churches. That's a whole other conversation. But yeah. I'm, I just, I don't think... Talking to the former social teacher, I'm like, <laughs> oh, like move, move, go, but go, just, yeah, go, all, all, all of it, I'm just kind of like, I, we like, if they don't play the national anthem, and like, they never used to show it on TV, and then it became an issue, and every TV station well, like was like, look people at, are going to tune in, put that shit on television. Well, it's like, you look at football, football has two different codes, like, you know, because like, um, in terms of like, players being on the field for it, like, NFL, they're on the field. College football, they're not, like... 
Because I remember going to App State games, you know, the band will come out and they start playing it. They play the Star Spangled Banner in front of the, the student section, but the players aren't on the field yet. They come in after all that. Yep. Yeah. This they're is in the field. They're in the locker room prepping and doing their little prayer before they go. Here's out. Here's an interesting look, especially to what you're saying about like networks saying air this shit because people will tune in. A, that's mostly because you might give a fuck who's doing the motherfucker. And B, how about this example? Chicago Blackhawks anthem singer. That motherfucker does his thing. And for them and their fan base, in Chicago. It's huge. It's, well, it's huge. Chicago's chalked, but <laughs> especially the name. But <laughs> fucking, uh, the whole thing with them is they cheer their asses off they do. during it. So they, they, don't, they totally go against the traditional way that the thing's even yeah. done. Where the hurricanes scream red. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Like, Point being that it, it's something to rile up the fan base. Now, I'm not defending the anthem. My point is that you just need that sort of thing. Get a hype song, like you're like saying. Don't get have a fucking, to be the anthem. Get a hype. Like, it works for Chicago. For like the Hurricanes, we have we. The Hurricanes have the fucking uh, siren as the team comes out, which they've never timed correctly. I don't know if you guys have ever noticed. It's, it's it. all hit or miss because yeah, because the thing is, like, start how and then, hard like, do you have to crank that thing to get real. it accurate? Because you see some people going this and it goes. Yeah. and you got Luke Keekley who's damn near fucking they, tearing the handle do they, off the shit. Do they have a sound for that? So if they see someone like struggle with it, they just go like, like pump we're going to override you. <laughs> it's a wrap thing, it up box sound. Well, my thing is fucking do it when the team walks out. Like that, that happens half the time. It's like the siren goes off and then it, then it ends. Well, because they got to start playing the, uh, the fucking Rocky like a hurricane. That's true. That's but I, yeah, I know. <laughs> but I just get in the hype song. I think it's But it has movie. hurricane in it. It's yeah. the perfect song. <laughs> well, they had that one song, didn't they? The, um, oh, what's the... I couldn't tell you. They've had a few. They've had a few, but... A lot like more a, written by local bands, too, in respect to yeah, that. Yeah, that's what I'm... I'm there was I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. I just can't, I just can't remember, remember the name of the band yeah. or what the song was called, but... Um, I know what you're, you're talking about, for yeah. sure. Um, but let's let's segue. We done with hockey in general? Did, I think so. Overall, kind of moving into some other shit, you know what I'm saying? This has been, this has been a very long episode, I think. I think it so. It feels long. It feels long as shit. We usually, we just... We fucking just smoke through this shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, WandaVision. You watch WandaVision at all? I actually don't. That's fine. I, I'll be That's honest. Like, no, I gotta be educated on stuff because I'm no, not shit a huge. On it. Like, shit on it's cool. It. I'm not shit a huge, on it. No, he shit on Borderlands. You shit on WandaVision. I'll fight you right now. He does that with Borderlands. I know. I know that's what I'm saying. We're on the same page here. We got to shit all over WandaVision. But the thing is, I don't watch. I don't watch. WandaVision is what a comic book based thing. Yeah. Okay, so I don't watch all those things involving comic books. Yeah. So like, I don't really go see comic book movies. I don't watch series about comic books. Like, I remember a friend showing me Arrow, and then like, I watch an episode. I'm like, right. Okay, like, am yeah. I supposed to be like, oh my god, this is great? And I'm like, <laughs> and see, and Josh like, does, that's how he does it too. Yeah. Megan! I was like, this I just, is great! Yeah, I, was like, I have my own, my own little spiel about stuff. It's like a lot of things. So it's like, so I just, but then again, I don't watch a lot of TV. Sure. So. No, no, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we're going to talk about it because it's a thing we do. And uh, episode, I don't even know which episode it would be. I think maybe it was seven, eight, I'm not sure. It came out uh, last night, fucking Friday, whatever. It's just it's so good, man. They're they're doing such a good job of tying the end of Endgame and the whole MCU into this straight up, straight up X Men shit is pretty much here in the MCU Disney side of the things. Because uh, to to kind of bring it full circle, and I'll just go ahead and start spoiler. It's all around. So spoiler in the, in the show, works. in the show, Wanda has a couple kids. She has twins, Billy and Tommy. And if you know anything about the comic book lore, straight out of that, Billy and Tommy. Are two mutants, uh, Speed and Wiccan. I mean, I have the Billy Tommy, you know, mixed up for the Speed and Wiccan, which are the sons of, of Wanda and Vision. Now, there's a different way they get conceived in the books, mm-hmm. sort of irrelevant to how they get conceived in the show, 
But uh, it was immaculate conception. Sex. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Your> name is Mary. <laughs> uh, it's actually straight up on some Virgin Mary type shit in the show, but that's neither here nor there. I kind of anyway. She, she probably has the power to just like create kids, right? That's literally what happened because okay. that's that's the whole thing with this show. And you've heard enough of us talk about yeah, it. Yeah. She's completely creating this reality to deal with her own grief by losing her brother, losing vision uh, to natural, not natural, but to, to murder and death and shit. Uh, so. But what that's done, it's allowed them to enter the idea of mutants from the Fox uh, license that is no more, to enter the MCU, and they, they finally gave these kids their powers in this last episode. So you, nice. you kind of knew that Billy and Tommy were going to be Speed and Wiccan, which Wiccan has Wanda's powers in Speed, has her brother Pedro's powers, Speed, um, which we also talked about. Evan Peters recast as Pedro from the fucking X-Men first class shit. He's now in here, and also in this last episode, you're starting to kind of get an idea of, like, maybe this, like, cause she, like you know, she's creating this reality. She would have recast her brother in this case, right? Mm-hmm. But it seems like the more she talks to him, the less he kind of seems like her brother. So you're starting to question, all right, well, then who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. Why is he not, why does he not look like Pedro? If Vision came back as Vision, why would not you know, it kind of, yeah, kind of like making yeah, yeah. up for the fact that it's a different guy. Um, it's really, really deep stuff. She also ended up, through Vision trying to leave the reality and basically almost killing himself because in the actual reality, he's dead. The Infinity Stone doesn't exist because it was destroyed. Yeah. Uh, she started expanding the shit. Like, and this is, takes place in the state of New Jersey, so she's like enveloping parts of the state of New Jersey and just making it more yeah. of her own reality. Shit is wild. This shit is absolutely wild. It's just such good storytelling, and I'm a huge, huge fan. A lot of world, a lot of really cool world building. Exactly. That's cool. Yeah, and it's, it's just setting the stage for just so much more content that they're inevitably going to create. Oh, 100%. As long as people keep watching, dog, they're going to keep putting those shows out. Shouts out Stan Lee for the, uh, the basis of all this Brilliant. and the other creators who, who wrote these stories. Um, with that said, other, other uh, comic manga-based fucking lore, Attack on Titan. You watch Attack on Titan? No, of course you don't. Uh, <laughs> Attack on Titan, I, w- I would recommend. That it's so good. It's, it's really, okay. really, really good. It's pretty bad. I've never read the manga, um, but I lo- and I don't watch a lot of anime, but I lo- we love this anime. Well, this is literally the only anime that I've ever watched. It was like a buddy in college. What is it on? It's on Hulu, Netflix. It's on Hulu, but I think the the best place to get it is probably Funimation. But it's it's on Hulu. Okay. Or like yeah. Crunchyroll. Yeah, like Crunchyroll you, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, same thing. But uh, no, it's yeah, no, it's really, 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 really good. Like again, um, like it's the only anime I've ever watched, and it's just no spoilers there because Jacob hasn't fully caught up. But the uh, the newest episode should come out tomorrow. A little Valentine's Day romantic, some fucking gore <laughs> and Japanese <laughs> subtitle shit. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that would be good. Uh, that that's starting to come to a head. It's the, supposed to be the final season, so in whatever sense the story's gonna wrap up, Ralphie, chill. We're almost done. <laughs> He's like, bro, talk about wrapping up, bro. He's like, get me the fuck out of here. Wrap it up, <laughs> B. Um, or wrap that gavel up, B. Uh, yeah, watch that shit. I'll be watching that shit. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's definitely good. I definitely, I really do need to catch up. You do. So we can talk about it. For real. Dylan and I have been having a ball breaking it down. No, I need to fucking... F- I'll have, how many episodes now are there that have been come out? So they they stay numerical. So I think we're on like one. We're either on like one thirteen or one thirty ish. I just can't remember. You, but like, you know, how many episodes have come out this season so far? Ten, nine, ten or nine. I can probably wrap that up by next week. What are you? Uh, yeah. What are you? With, you're still in season three. Uh, no, I I finished season three. I still have to start season. Oh, okay. Four. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, you're good. I mean, I just dedicate like three hours. You'll be all right. Them shits fly by. No, I gotta just knock that shit out for sure, dude. Does Lexi enjoy it? 
Huh? Is that no. Team Joey? <laughs> not, not even a little bit. There's, there's I've so many like, things I need to see. I've been like, I, I've been like, hey, have you ever seen Attack on Titan? And then she she's just like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, pretty much. She was like, she was like, I mean, no. Was and... she Nick Merckx with that shit? <laughs> <laughs> she's just like, I mean, no, and we don't have to, right? And I was like, I feel that. I feel that. I mean, Megan was the same way, mainly just on like she couldn't hang with like the violence of it because it's pretty fucking graphic. Yeah, um, yeah and it's got yeah. some pretty suggestive. stuff. I mean, the opening scene, goddamn. Yeah, yeah it's, like... it's brutal. Um, but she's come around, at least for her, and you know she loves it. Just because yeah, no. the story, you get sucked into the story. The yeah, story is so sure. captivating. For sure, um, it has that like Game of Thrones level of like, like that suspension. Well, the, well, I'll get back to the violence thing. It's like that extra level of like brutality. Th- this isn't like this isn't spoiling anything, but like I, there was a just this one scene I remember where just some soldier, uh, it was I think it was a girl was getting eaten by fucking one of the uh, Titans. Titans, and she was just like as she's about to get like eaten. Go, like reverts back to like this, like she was getting hit by her dad shit on just just like this extra level, just like well, God, like she not an important character. She was good, like she only existed to like die. In like this saying scene she'll be good much. next time and shit. Yeah, like bro, it, it, it hits it hits at your core. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, it's, yeah. It's like it's like real. It's like there's some shit like that where you're kind of like fuck. Man, and when like, you get into the laser, the later seasons, it kind of starts to get away from that just yeah, because yeah, of the yeah, pace yeah. of the show. So yeah. it, it can't spend as it much has time. to focus on the main. But characters. it spends a lot of time in the beginning just. Taking you and sucking you into the to the humanity of it all. Yeah, building the building the yeah, like you're saying, the humanity of the world. It brings your like, emotions in. That's what yeah. that's what Thrones did. But it also had really good backing to start with until it didn't. Yeah. Dylan and I were talking about that, how it's just like of all these shows, especially like just sticking to HBO, has to be the least rewatched at this point. At this point. Like, what, Game of Thrones? You got Sopranos, The uh, Wire. Well, yeah, the all, ending all these just shows. left such a But sour these are also taste. shows. Uh, the Lost, like all these different other shows that have traditionally bad endings, I will put my life on it that they're all getting rewatched more than Thrones. Probably. You know what I'm saying? What a imagine. trash fucking show. Yeah. And I'll, and we'll see how time treats it too. You know what I'm saying? Five years from now when people are like, damn, you remember how good the first like five seasons were though? That's like, facts. That's facts. Yeah. I don't know. Be interesting to watch. But anyway, did we do it? I think we did it, dog. I think we did it. Chris, did Chris, did we do it? I think so. Did we do it, dog? Jacob. What's up, man? Where can they get us they want to get us. If you want to get us, dog, if you want to get Josh all up in your mouth, you want a slap box? Bro, you want a slap box, Josh? <laughs> hit us up at Talking Sauce Pod. No underscore. Respect the underscore. If you're watching, like and subscribe. We got the podcast, Spotify, Apple Music, maybe sometimes. We'll see. Google every now and then. Podcast. Uh, scroll every Wednesday. Check it out. You can get me at J Cobb, J A Y underscore C O B B B. Josh. Get me at Teebs, T E A B Z Z. Chris. You can get me on Twitter at HockeyNC and on Instagram at HockeyNNC. Hey. Of course, you can find me on Reddit at you slash teabags, your mom, 69, 420, lowercase x, capital X. Again, that's you, teabags, your mom, 69, 420, lowercase x, capital X. Get it all. Boom!